What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Before we begin, we got to talk about all the things that is related to the podcast, which is, are you following us? Make sure you follow us at Dabbling Dribbling, whether it be at uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or that you are listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts at SoundCloud. I was going to say Sound Podcast. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. good one, too. And uh, Stitcher. Just so make sure you do that. This podcast, our Dablin section, we talked we talked about blackness and Ariel, and people having feelings about that. Mostly the whites. Ariel from Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that went into our big rant of all things race. Uh, yeah, we solved it, though. We figured it out. Yeah, which so, is something we've been trying to get at for a while. So it only took us what eighty four episodes. Yeah, eighty four episodes. We figured out racism, so let's mm-hmm. get at it. And we talked about the women's soccer team. Pay them doing work against the Netherlands in the finals. Happy, happy victory! They won a. What do you get? You get the trophy. You get a medal. Yeah, they get medals. They get the trophy, and uh, our favorite player got the golden boot, which is like their MVP. Oh, golden boot! Mm-hmm. I missed that. Yeah, super cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, and then our dribbling section, we kind of went in. We didn't talk enough about basketball free agency. Um, <laughs> we should probably redo it or do a second episode just to cover the stuff we left out. Which was nothing. We got covered everything. I'm going to tell you, that's the most movement I've ever seen in NBA free agency before. It was wild. So We've... I could talk forever. How long have we known each other? Five years? At least. And Feels we... like a lifetime. Okay. Relax. This is the best five years of that? your life. My oh, life? Oh, I thought It's you... mutual, right? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay, Come yeah. on here. I mean, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> but, so offended. But this podcast, my remember, ends. I already, I already complimented you today. Brian, Brian, listen for this whole podcast because Brian ends the podcast at the end, <laughs> and it's our last episode, actually. So thanks for listening for all these years. You and, jackass. Yeah, anyway, you ended it. It was a great. It was a great. It was a great podcast related to all free agency related stuff, and our dope people were dope. I think mine was more dope. Yours was just disrespectful to me. Agree to disagree. (laughs) Yours was disrespectful to me. I think it was not disrespectful to anyone. Well, you know what? Let the fans tell us. I think they'll agree with me. Probably. (laughs) Because I'm, I I ain't shit. Especially if you, if you were 30 and younger, you will agree with me. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they won't even know what. All right, folks. Make sure you listen. It's a good one. And we'll catch you on the flip side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling. We are back after a two-week hiatus. Um, we needed to like take care of some stuff. Life was happening. It was all good. But we're excited to be back to talk about all the things that happened in the past two weeks because apparently everything happened in the past two weeks. You keep talking. I'm going to grab some books to put this microphone on because <laughs> I can't hold the microphone this high up. So excuse me for one second. How are you, friend? I am good. It's been um, a pretty restful two weeks. I'm looking forward to more rest in the in the very near future. Um, but no, I'm good. I'm just kind of making uh, strides. I have, um, I have a couple of goals in mind that I need to accomplish within the next goals. couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, specifically, like super duper organizing my life. Oh, like, like I'm always I'm pretty organized. I mean, you come to my home yes. like un, unannounced, and it's yeah, usually pretty clean. Come on, next level. Though. I'm talking like, like, in a level of where Rosie Matthew would be, would be proud of me. Aww. 
Yeah. And for those who don't know, that's your... That's my mother. Yeah. My mother, Rosie, is uh, quite a orga- organizational clean freak. But she's more of a hoarder. I don't know if I knew that. Oh, yeah, no. Like, my mother, like, before she comes and visits me, I'm, like, I'm super cleaning the house. Windex in your eyeballs. Yeah, no, just, like, this is... top to bottom. Yeah. Dust in the fridge. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Vacuuming the the towels. Yeah, all of it. Mm. All of it, all got of it. it. Got it, So I'm really looking forward to that. The next couple of days, I'm going to just really, like, sit in it and, like get shit done oh that's great yeah, you know when you're an adult when you spend your days off just doing uh work and adult lifing things oh my god yeah i'm gonna be getting rid of clothes i don't want oh, i did like yes a, I, i'm gonna do that um, yes marie Kondo. right i've been doing that but now that i bought clothes that fit me it's like okay oh yeah i need to oh yeah yes ladies and gentlemen i've been doing the work i've been doing work Clothes are fitting me apparently, and buying new clothes costs a lot of money. So yes, yes. <laughs> so this we're is true. we are going to keep this weight off, <laughs> and we oh are going God. to we're going to continue looking like the snack that I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, friend. Your How best are you life. doing? I'm good. Conversely, I'm gaining weight. I know. And I'm at a. And I, I, I like kind of noticed it, but not in like a like a drastic mm. way. It was like good. You're like thank you. I'm feeling. I'm, I'm seeing the muscles. I'm, I'm bringing in bringing in some extra guns okay, like, okay, like okay. across the border here okay 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 okay. um remember the goal weight that i said i wanted to do i did i, I tell I don't, you you didn't tell me did i, I tell did you, you tell me off mic maybe yeah we were off mic it was at a we had a lunch at our friend's place and i think i said my goal weight was 190 yes i'm definitely at 192 already my word and i barely tried so I'm just gonna I'm just saying like you've always been very lean not to like comment yeah, on your body and, sure, and like sure. give you like objectify also, me wait, go I'm ahead gonna objectify as, you right now. as <laughs> women always do to men constantly right and how men never do to women we treat you all with such respect <laughs> I just want to say it was mutual reparations ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I'm just I'm just helping the female gender um no like you've always been very lean I don't. I think uh, a few pounds on you would not hurt. I All feel right. like it'll make you look mm. even more handsome. Oh, thanks, friend. Okay, this is I think the fifth compliment I've given you on our podcast. So keep we're them just coming. we're just gonna keep it at that for the, the rest co- of the we year. We keep the whole podcast about this. We scrap <laughs> no, I, this whole agenda. No, I feel like I mean, as long as it's, you're doing it in a healthy manner and like you're not just like you know eating mm-hmm. chips and. No, no, no. And doing nothing else. You no, know, I'm... Just, like, being stagnant. That's, like, not you, so... No, that's definitely not me. So, I'm not worried um, about that. But, no, I feel like a few more pounds, it won't hurt. I would eat french fries, not chips. Also, I'm eating... Are you saying that because of me eating french fries right no. now? No, <laughs> no. But I will say, I ended... For those... Who, no one would know this, but I ended my streak of two years of being vegan. Yep. You did a good job. This past week, I was back home in St. Louis, Missouri. Sure enjoying was. all the barbecue... And I gotta say, felt like a stone. <laughs> felt like a solid felt slug. Just, like a boulder. I was like, oh my God. And I haven't driven a car in a while. Oh, so oh that's right, because you drove I got from a Chicago rental car. to I drove Louis. five hours Chicago to St. Louis. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, usually it's, a six hour, it's a six hour drive usually. My sister, no. my sister, you know what's wild? My sister was there the week that you were there. 
No, well, there you go. Didn't I didn't happen. put those two things together. Nothing happened. <laughs> I I uh, I white knuckled it for the first thirty minutes, and you I was like, like oh, "What I the hell?" <laughs> right? It's oh for, no, this for, is not like driving for someone who used to be a very assertive, very confident driver. I was a valet for three years, and I know how to whip it, handle that thing, no right. problem. I white knuckled it for the first half hour trying to get out of Chicago, oh, and then well, that's in why. general. In general, do you, do you get your rental car from O'Hare? Yeah. Okay. But even then, but even that's then, like the burbs when you're um, in that area. Yeah, but even then when I got outside the burbs, I was like, "Oh, car, hang on, backing up at a at a you know at a Circle K here. Oh How do I do this God. real carefully?" <laughs> uh, but then as I got used to it, I I put that one hand at twelve o'clock and lean back. There that's, you go. That's how I drove, and I always had one of my hands on the emergency brake. You know what sucked? I'm going to a short rant. <laughs> this rental car uh-huh. first. First of all. If you rent from Fox, rent a car. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> because you could do like you, regular Avis. No. Or... <laughs> I went for the cheapest deal possible and don't do that. So you I frugal, went there, frugal, man. looked at this big rental car complex. <laughs> have you been to the one over at O'Hare? Mm-hmm, I have. Long, expansive. I'm talking 20 different companies, right? Mm-hmm. You walk up to the counter at Fox. There's a line. First of all, first bad sign. You have a line five people deep at one rental car and no lines at any other right, of the right. 19 companies. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay. It's not what's about the quality. Mm. It's about the mm. quantity of the price. There you go. So I went up to the line and I said, okay, you know, it's four o'clock. I looked down at my phone. The reservation was for 4 p.m. It's exactly 4 p.m. So you I said, hey, your car. I should be able to get my car. They Absolutely. said, sorry, we don't have any cars right now. I immediately got transported back to one of the first episodes of Seinfeld Uh where this exact scenario happened to him. Yes, I remember this episode. But I made a reservation. (laughs) Yes, sir, we took your reservation, but we have no cars right now. He said, But you took the reservation. Honor your word. The point of the reservation is to hold the car. She said, I know why we have reservations. He said, I don't think you do. (laughs) If you did, I'd have a car right now. You see? Anyone can take the reservation, <laughs> but can they hold the reservation? Can I just say that's really the whole part? Did and you the, have this exchange? I didn't have this. Okay, because I'm like, I weirdly can see you having this exchange. <laughs> my, that's why I'm. My like, head went to that place of like anybody could just take them. It was George, right? It was. It no, was it Jerry. Was, it, was it, Jerry. Was Jerry. it was Jerry. It was Jerry. Yeah, and then they asked me if they want if I wanted the extra coverage on the car, mm-hmm. and I thought. Absolutely, because I'm going to bang the hell out of that yeah. thing. No, I got it on my uh, my own terms. But yeah. anyway, uh, driving, though, in the Midwest and eating a bunch of barbecue, I went to the gym while I was there. Struggle bust that. Oh, my God. Yep. I forgot. Shout out. Okay, so shout out to anybody who is also living car life driving. Mm-hmm. It is so important to be as active as possible. And I realize now how my current lifestyle has me up on my feet a lot. Yeah, we walk everywhere. We walk we a lot. I ride bike. my bike. Yeah. Right? And so even if I'm on the subway, I'm you're probably take, standing most of the time. And you're taking stairs up and down. Stairs the, up and down. Yeah, like, like, you know, this sort of stuff. Okay, but, this because you are an able-bodied person to able-bodied, be able to do all of those and things. And I'm, I'm lucky to have that mobility. Right. But, but so when I went to the gym to do deadlift, my back hurt in the exact place where my ass had been sitting for five hours oh my in that, god in that car can i, I just say your booty is very important your booty and your back <laughs> who are you telling sister you need to you better do those deadlifts those lunges i do those uh stairs yeah and those pelvic uh thrust thingies know. like where you like place it on your 
your hips and you thrust yes, up. Yes, you put yep. the weight on your hips or no weight at all will also bust your ass if you do it properly. Yeah, when I do Pilates twice a week with my physical therapist. Ooh, Pilates wreck me. Yeah, it's to a point, like you're doing these simple movements. <sighs> like I'm all I'm doing is laying on my side with my one leg like straight and my other leg also straight, but the yeah. leg that's on top is doing circles. Oh yeah, and your hip flexor is doing all that work. And and, and on, I'm just doing like it's not even a full circle. I'm going from one mm-hmm, end mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm, other, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then back and back. It's like a half moon. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And apparently, my whole body is like this simple movement yeah. you can't do. Uh-uh. Yeah, basic bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I, I went to one of those Pilates sessions at a community center oh. with a bunch of middle aged women. And I was and like, like Pilates, like this, and I'm also doing this on a machine. So the machine is even like oh. so the Pilates like machine has like like springs and stuff so there's resistance to it and things you can do a lot more stuff with it and so like then she'll show me things that i can do off of the machine so i can do it at home like when i'm watching tv and i can't imagine having more resistance than just my body weight doing pilates boy that would i wouldn't be able to do anything yeah you would cry yeah i sometimes like anytime someone tells me like pilates is easy i'm like really you've never done pilates then you need to unless you're a certified gymnast and even that i think it's still like you like the the place I work most is my midsection and my booty mm-hmm. to strength because I got like hella strong legs. Yeah, my arms are pretty strong. Could be more toned, but it's you know it's that mm-hmm. mid, it's that whole midsection that the core. all of everybody needs to be better at. Absolutely, and, um, tutelini, tutelini. Mm-hmm, Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, you were saying I was, your well, booty was hurting. My uh, yeah, my booty was hurting. But just to say, if you sit down a lot, you need to move a lot. Do you have a standing desk? I don't, but here's the thing. I don't want to do the standing desk. Oh. I would rather do a exercise ball than a standing desk. You could do that, too. I could do that, too. I'm just saying, we can talk later off mic right. how to do that. All right. But yeah, okay. that's how I'm doing. Let us talk. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about, folks. And so I feel like our dabbling section is going to be short because mm-hmm. we're only going to talk about two things. Yeah. It's about dope-ass women. Okay. Are we cool with that? I can live. Okay. I need you to I need you to be a little bit more excited. Higher enthusiasm? Yes, higher enthusiasm. Sorry, I just ate um <laughs> turkey pasta. spaghetti and And you're feeling some um some some itis right now? Is this how people feel? No, I just need to Who slap you upside normal? the <laughs> God. Who just don't eat leaves? Ugh. What? Oh. All right, yeah, go ahead. Ladies. Ladies. So we all know Disney's just doing a lot of like dope ass things, right? Like they had um, they take over something else. They take over Amazon. Uh, not yet, but like movie wise, they mm. had the live action Aladdin, which was wonderful. By the way, it's great. It was super super lovely, um, and how they modernized it was pretty cool. Like the way that like how they they didn't really change the story. The story is still the same, but like how they told it was very interesting, which I loved. He's no longer a street urchin. No, they he put still him is. in a middle class family. No, living. no, no, no. no. It, the story is still the yeah. same. Just oh. how it starts and ends is like the story from beginning to end is the same, but mm-hmm. how the story is told from start to end is different. Will and, Smith does more lifting in this one. It's more heavy lifting mm-hmm. than Jeannie did. Jeannie no. really phoned it in on the yeah. That Robin Williams guy, he was like kind of garbage. God, show up, just yeah, show up. It's all so I'm bad. asking. Also, R.I.P. We love Robin Williams. Robin, that Hook. was one thousand percent us being sarcastic. Peter Pan forever. My favorite <laughs> but, uh, Peter Pan. Captain Hook. Well, was he, he, he wasn't Captain In Hook, in he Hook. was Peter Pan. Yeah, it wasn't he? Okay. Yes. Um, anyway, Aladdin was great. 
uh, Lion King with Beyonce and Donald Glover. Okay, that came out already? No, it's coming out next week. I was going to say, I know I'm under a rock, but if I miss that... No, I will not make you... Like, we're going to go see it. Okay, cool. I Like, when... When mm-hmm. my crew, we you are part mm-hmm. of that. We we are going to Thanks. go see it. I still haven't seen End Game. I haven't even st- start game to me because there you might you might get beat up. Okay. Just I just want you. Out to here know. in these streets or like just in general in life among okay. the people in your life. There's a threat looming. <laughs> I want everyone to be aware of that on record in case I don't show up Next somewhere week. someday and you're wondering where I am. Brian did it. Go back to this recording. All right. No, you need to watch Endgame. So they I can't. Did, they did, they did. I literally can't with you right now. They did The Lion King. So they're doing The Lion King that's yeah. coming out. Mulan is coming out in 2020. The tra- the teaser trailer for that came out today. Okay. Super exciting. All right. And so they yep. announced last week uh-huh. That Ariel from uh, like they're doing a little Little Mermaid remake, yeah, the live action mm-hmm. with real humans. Okay, great. And they decided mm-hmm. that, um, and you're gonna have to Google this because I know you don't know who this person is. Who's mm-hmm. gonna play Ariel? Okay, the main character. Her name is Haley Bailey. Okay, Haley H A L L E H A L L E. Yeah, and Bailey. Oh, it came right up. All mm-hmm. right, let's see this. Wait a second. What, what are you surprised about? Well, first of all, they put her side by side with Halle Berry in a lot of photos. Right, I don't know because... if that's just to show people there's a different person. <laughs> yeah, the, but... that's because people are like Halle Berry. Like, isn't isn't she a little too old for well, that? Hey, girl. <laughs> um, but no, she's definitely a POC. She's definitely black yes. American or yes. something. So you want to know who Haley is? Yeah. Haley is uh, one of the duo of Chloe and Haley. Her sister Chloe, her older sister Chloe and Haley were discovered by Beyonce when they did a cover of a Beyonce song several years ago. And since then, they have kind of blown up. They're on, they're on TV shows now. They're signed with Beyonce. With She's Parkwood. Very pretty. Beautiful girl. Beautiful. And her voice, if you listen to her sing, it's just, I couldn't think of another like beautiful Ariel. Like just that very angelic voice. She has it. Her smile so, makes me want to die. This is such a pretty smile. Yeah, she's beautiful. This is like, this is fatal smile. Oh, yeah. I mean, Aww. she's just, and they both are just like lovely. Like they both, like both Chloe and Haley are just lovely. So get to know them if you don't know who they are, Chloe and Haley. But so the new Ariel is Haley Bailey. Mm-hmm. And some people are having some feelings about it because Ariel is supposed to be white because apparently mermaids are real and mermaids are white. And having and they want Ariel to be to be white again. Make Ariel white again. Oh boy. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um Alex is dying on the inside right now. Um I feel like somewhere in that milieu, that mm-hmm. ether of trash. Yeah, in that exists. Comments there's and there's emails, a Facebook group, the, Facebook yeah, group, Twitter there handles. Is, I'm just going to get out of the way. There's definitely some racist ass who says she can't be black because black, pe- black people can't swim. Oh, I'm sure I, it's out there. Jesus. And I'm just going to say she has oh, a... My God. Mermaids have a fin. <laughs> and so, therefore, that aids in the swimming process. I'm done. So, you're going to have to live with that. I, I never thought that was going to come do out you of remember, your mouth. Do you remember the day that 
you messaged me about the Fantastic Four and they were making the torch. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And everyone was upset for the same yes. reason because the torch is supposed to be a white guy. Yeah. And I said, I also kind of have a problem with it. And you said, S- what do you mean? Say more. Yeah. Or you said something about, I don't, I don't justifiably, I don't see why a black yeah. guy can't play the role. I said, I more so have a problem with them using, of the four characters, a black person to be set afire. When oh, there was yeah. so many slaves, <laughs> they were set <laughs> on fire. On fire <laughs> and like actually, well, and then okay. when you said that to me, I was like, oh, I was. Oh. I mean, maybe <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm being overly sensitive. No, but I, go ahead and make Michael B. Jordan the fire because that boy's hot. So, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you Jesus! Like he just you look like he got punched in the gut. Oh, um, he is so unbelievably attractive. It is. <laughs> it it hurts. <laughs> It hurts my insides. I asked one of my, uh, someone asked one of my staff members one time, because she has a dog, a cat? No, it was a fluffy dog. Mm-hmm. And i like, if your dog had a voice, mm-hmm. what would it sound like? And she, without skipping a beat, said Michael P. Jordan. Oh. I said, okay, Oh, girl. I don't know how I feel about oh, okay, that. Okay, girl. <laughs> what does Wrigley's sound like? I don't, Wrigley sounds like a, an annoyed teenager sometimes to me, and other times he just sounds like a needy child. It would be a higher pitch voice. Mom. I feel like, like it, I hear that like I was watching a dog that uh walks in short strides and prances kinda like Wrigley the mm-hmm. other day. Not a shih tzu, but some other yeah. breed of dog. It's fluffy and everything. I was simultaneously listening to a on Spotify. It was some like heavy hip hop song. Yeah. With a lot of bass, mm-hmm. a lot of beat, and just watching the dog walk to the Obby. beat of that. Yeah. It was just it cracked me up the whole way through. So what are people saying about this? So so people are having a lot of feelings about it. And most of the people are white who are mm-hmm. feeling some the some kind of way. I appreciate you pronouncing the H. Yeah. And some of these white people are annoyed that us people of color and other white mm-hmm. people who get it mm-hmm. are like, yo, you're being like racist. Like it literally doesn't matter like she's the, a fucking mermaid. It's a mermaid. Also, a, a a white person. Oh no, I think it's an Asian person. I don't know. A person on the internet uh-huh. posted publicly on Friday, and I and I just felt like it's important to to you know read their statement. Friendly reminder that The Little Mermaid is based on a book by Hans Christian Andersen published in 1837, where Ariel, quote unquote, has her tongue ripped out in exchange for feet feet that bled the entire time she was on land by the way she comes on land to try to win the prince's love in order to steal part of his soul mermaids apparently don't have souls but live for 300 years so i guess you you win some you lose some you know she fails and the prince marries someone else she contemplates murdering him in his bed but can't bring herself to do it so she dies melts into sea foam by the way her skin is green there yeah. now i've ruined your childhood yeah. and you can stop complaining about about and debating that casting choice of a disney remake about fish people and start worrying about the fact that our president is a fucking moron hey, and ruining hey, our hey. country hey. people still hey. aren't, people still aren't vaccinating their children hey. and there are oh, children well. in cages at our southern border uh, that's fair so that's fair um hey our president just threw america a birthday party okay oh, can we just okay. all be well, appreciative all right there were so, tanks okay I'm when's the last time you had tanks at your birthday yeah. ungrateful unpatriotic <laughs> best president we've ever had oh i hate myself 
I hate everything about this. <laughs> I asked my mom and dad. I said, would you rather have four years of Trump or eight years of W? And my mom, without without flinching, she said, uh, W. Eight years of W. I, I wonder if like, I remember eight years of W differently because four years of Trump is that bad. I think so. And I think you, I think my mom did too. And then I just went through a list of some of the short short list of things I could remember. You know what Boom. you need to watch? Vice. Vice. Well, what I said to her, I've watched Vice. So what I said to her is... Wasn't that flipping scary? Well, no. Because like that's... that's I'm not shocked by anything. No, neither so, am I. But that's what I said. I 9-11 said to, was an inside job. I, I said, I said, <laughs> the difference between the... And I've listened to a podcast with the directors mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. So they fact check stuff. Like they mm-hmm. went through like, here's the only one part that wasn't like exactly. corroborated. Mm-hmm. Like we couldn't for sure certain say this, but for sure when people lied, we told you they lied. Yeah. And so, uh, I said, I think the difference between the four years versus the eight years of these two men is, uh, this one's sloppier. Like there's things, that social media wasn't as big in right? 2000, 2001, you things, know, things were happening. But we didn't hear about them, yeah, because Dick Cheney made sure we didn't hear about them, yeah. So they just they Dick didn't Cheney do a was job. president. Dick Cheney had an oh, office sure. in every legislative branch, yeah. Building. They, they asked um, George Bush Senior, uh, H.W., mm-hmm. would you still have recommended Dick Cheney mm-hmm. to your son for mm-hmm. a VP? And he said, no. Now knowing that he was going to run a shadow puppet government. No, I wouldn't have recommended. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to do that. And he's doing, and he implemented things that our current president can abuse. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's as soon cool. as I said, you remember the Patriot Act? Yeah. <sighs> Goodbye, America. Goodbye, freedoms. Like yeah. that was gone. Yeah. So anyway, totally. Ariel um, is black, and she every- was green to start with. <laughs> Hello, listen to the, the the people saying the things from yeah. the Hans Christian and the Anderson. <laughs> this this right here is what- also it is a fictional character. Well, okay, based on a real novel though, Bry. This was a real book, okay, written by real people, and and it was based on the Caribbean. So you think the Caribbean? That's a good point. I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, that's like when they say Jesus was white because <laughs> literally that was one of the comments that I read on the internet, which is like, wait till they find out that, <laughs> wait till they find out about Jesus, and they I'm just said, like, she goes, I'll never forget Megan Kelly on Fox News when they went to, to talk about kids. Don't worry, Santa Claus is still white. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to these guys in a second here. I just wanted to let you know he's he's still a white guy, and John Stewart pointed it out perfectly. Who are you talking to right now? You're talking to the swath of America. This who's is, already white? Who's who, well? No, who's who? You're talking to right now in your TV to the kids who are at home, not at school, where they should be right now, who are some for some reason not at school, but right and still believe in Santa Claus, but racist enough. To yeah. have a problem with this. I miss John Stewart. I just like, who are you talking to? So people are feeling a lot of feelings about it. And of course, people, you know, lots of folks are super excited for Haley to... It is a huge thing to be cast in a 
Disney movie. Yeah, she's going to do great. And, you know, now people are wondering who is going to be um, uh, the father. Um, someone mentioned Idris Elba, and I almost fainted. Oh, stop. Uh, um, or, or, or Terry Crews. Terry Crews would be amazing. He would be a good dad, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Terry Crews. Have yeah. you watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've seen episodes. It's amazing. Yeah, it and seems funny. He's very, very lovely in that. Uh, the whole show is actually very woke and really awesome. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but if <laughs> someone said, I'm like, oh my God, if Idris get this, I, I might die. And someone was like, man, we like, and this is a black man was like, we all love Idris. Let's, let's never deny that. But the man's got to stop doing everything. <laughs> I know. Can you not put, he can't be the answer to everything. I was at a day spa and um, I don't know if I told this before in New Jersey, spa king. Okay. Where you can spend 24 hours lounging in pajamas and like oh smell goods and getting all this like treatment and pamper. Why don't you ever take me to these places? Well, I was invited by a friend who had a, a Groupon. Mm. So I was like, I'll be your second. Sure. So I go along and there's a guy at the end of the day who is uh, gay. His friend is gay. So we're two men naked standing at the showers together like lathering up and doing all this so he's hitting on me and i'm like i'm not that interested but you know thank you but i'm good i said but i have a friend though who he's interested i told you this yes yes he's interested and he's a good looking brother and and he's recently single Mm -hmm. and you might like him though and he said uh ah no thanks you know this is a guy who's mixed with italian and black Mm -hmm. and he goes I'm actually, no offense, I don't want to be racist, but I'm more into older white guys. That's so why my is he thing. hitting on you? I just made... Right, white come side? on now. Come on. I'm half white. I, I, sometimes I got like that. First of all, <laughs> I give you one compliment. <laughs> one compliment! And it gets to your head. <laughs> he goes, he, go, he goes, I'm into older white guys. I said, oh, everybody's got a preference. I'm not, no worries. He goes, well, he says, I mean... There's one black guy that I like. I mean, what well, he's a celebrity. Like this kind of type. What's his name? Is it Idris Elba? Yeah, that's the one. You don't need to say yeah. Idris Elba Remember, is the exception. I showed you the tweet from oh my god, that that white comedian was just like, you know, if you would a straight white comedian. Yeah. Forget his name. Pat Pat Oswald. Yeah. And he was and it's like question um if you like as a straight to a straight white man yeah. or like or straight man um if you were ever to be gay like who would you and before they oh, could yeah. even an- oh, finish yeah. the question it was like immediately Idris Idris Elba. Elba. it's like absolutely Idris Elba. so <laughs> simple it's like oh he's <laughs> universally universally <laughs> this dude I'm, oh my but god also sir if you become king triton lord god save us all <laughs> can you imagine uh, but anyway and they're thinking ursula possibly uh queen latifah like yeah, they're trying yeah, to really yeah. blackify i can see that which i'm like not a, i'm not why mad not? about it we had listen can, white people can i also say lion king when it first was made was mostly white it's voice actors africa and it was literally uh what's his name who played mufasa yeah what's oh my gosh uh james earl jones yeah Tuts i think McGuns. it was like the only black person voicing and love James Earl Jones, but he's very light skinned. Yeah, but now you have Jonathan Taylor Thomas with Simba. So you know, there's people in this world that don't know who Jonathan Taylor Thomas is. You know how GTT. Devast- you know how devastating that is. I said J- I said Jonathan Taylor Thomas to somebody, uh-huh. and and they just looked at me like I was an idiot. And then I'm like JTT looked like an idiot, and I show them a picture, and they're like, "Oh, the kid from Home Improvement." I'm just like, "Yeah, Frosted Tips." And I'm just like, 
Okay, yeah, I guess. Heartthrob. <sighs> the middle one. The middle one. Anyway, so Ariel is black. Everybody get over it. Listen, y'all. And you know what? The Lion King is also very black, too. I need white people to say. Here's, 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 There's a lot of black so things happening, and it's fucking amazing. I, I, I can understand why my white brethren have trouble seeing another perspective. But let me... It's, it's so apparent to the rest of us who are POCs that it hasn't been... I'm very thankful that right now there is an inculcation of more voices in media and representation yeah. than there ever has been. So I was this past weekend I went to go see um yesterday with my mom. Yeah, yeah. The the Beatles. I, yeah, like, and it's a it's a Daisy boy that's like he yes. English man, yeah. And he did great as an I heard it was I, a really charming film too. It's charming. Nothing that I would say should win an award or anything. Yeah, Just a but fun it, it thing was to lovely. go to. Yeah. And I said, Yeah, why couldn't this be a Daisy boy? There's also, no reason it couldn't be. Also, there's so many of them in England, in London, True. in general. Yeah. So, yeah, him Thanks. wanting to be a musician kind of could happen. They said we held auditions and we just looked for the person who came through the door, sang the best, and had the best presence. And, and there he was. was. And so I just walked through the whole film and his identity was never, as a, as a POC, never in a topic of discussion the entire time mm-hmm. except for in the setting where he's with his family yeah. and you get a glimpse into what his daily life right. is like but other- it's, it's normalizing it because yes. and like someone the other day also posted like for 70 years black girls have never seen come on themselves yeah in a major Disney. starring role in, in Disney, Disney anything right and even like Jasmine as a like considered a woman of color, they still whitewashed her pretty, sure. pretty heavily. Look at her dad in that. Come on, yeah. Look at Aladdin himself. He was just a tan white guy. Jeez, you people. know. So like when you think of all of those things, you're you're like, you know, like I loved Aladdin because it was the first time I thought I could see myself in a movie. Even though sure. I looked nothing like Jasmine, mm-hmm. like she wasn't the same skin tone as me. She like, all the, but I was still like, she's not white. Do you know how big the Batman franchise is? They like, have multiple. One? There are many Batman. Yeah, there's many Batman. There's Batmans across all the continents. Yeah. And so they have like a Paris Batman and like a London Batman. Mm-hmm. They've had Batmans across different cities, mm-hmm. right? I think there's one like in Brazil, okay. like Rio Batman or whatever. There's an Africa Batman. These must be very hot. Well, yes, and but rich. but. Like for all the other Batmans, they're in cities. Mm. The Africa Batman has to cover an entire continent. Yeah, because no, Africa is a country. Sorry, yes, I'm sorry, my mistake. <laughs> I always confuse those two. Africa, the country, and the country I of Africa. This is just so bad. I hate everything. So yeah, I mean, just like the idea that white people have always like boxed POCs in this other category, but whiteness, but major starring roles were reserved for white people. Something that POCs have always seen, and now the and it's I tell me what you think about this. Some things feel like a fad, sure, and you know in the way that things catch on, yeah. but then they fade away a little bit. Um, double stuff Oreos. Actually, had some the other day. It was great. Okay, bad example. Um, Furbies. Yep, Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis, little, little uh, mm-hmm. uh, what are those pets called? The little giga g- g- pets? Yeah, yeah. Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi, same thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. These things that come and go. Right. It's fashion, like there's 
things of fashion that are coming right and then you see things come on strong that then start to recede in terms of cultural fervor Mm -hmm. so you would look at something like black lives matter a huge groundswell right and now it's kind of like the embers right or, or just it's like, still there. It's still it's just, there. People, just, but it's more at the local level and grassroots, and and just it's much more localized. And then um, the Me Too more movement. effective in that way. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. the people who really care are there doing yeah. the work. But like the Me Too movement, same thing. Someone was saying, "Oh, this will never." The Me Too movement is here to stay forever. And I say, two months from now, we won't be talking about the Me Too movement, but the after effects of consciousness. Yeah. will still be there right do you think any of this will ever go we're seeing right now a rise in terms of pocs being incorporated into representation in media right do you think there's ever a future mm. where there's a rollback and they say we haven't had enough white people and stuff lately so no i think it's going to look different i think the, the narrative is going to look different right now it's like look at all these black and brown people look at disney like literally aladdin was all brown people black and brown people you know Mm. lion king all black and brown people with a few white folks here and there you know like so do you have black panther one of the most highest grossing movies one two black character white characters Mm -hmm. everybody else was black Mm -hmm. so boy those white actors could act their asses off though (laughs) yeah Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so talking to someone who watched Hamilton and I've heard this before, like oh, no. I didn't care for it, but the king was really good. Oh no. And like, the king is the only white character. <laughs> just, <laughs> anyway. I heard that conversation between two white guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, I think I know which two white guys. You know exactly which two white guys. Yep. Yep, I do. Actually I'm gonna continue on with this. Um <laughs> and anyway. Um and uh I think I think capitalism speaks more than any sort of political, like any sort of fervor of like society. And it, it's been proven that sh- movies with women, POCs are making money. So if I'm an executive that wants to make money, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I think it's going to I think it's going to like level out in some some place. I just don't think it's going to be like, "Oh my god, an, an all black cast." Like, yeah. Isn't the new Spider-Man a boy of color? No, it's a he his MJ is a black girl. It, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I just saw a picture. Okay. She looks like she's mixed. She is. She's uh her, her name is um Oh my god, I love her. Her, her mom's white, her dad's black. Um, Sorry, I just confused it because they replaced the blue with black in his suit. And it looks way better. Yes. But, like, even thinking about, like, uh, Spider-Man into the, into the multiverse or Spider-Verse or whatever. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's the animated Spider-Man that came out. It's on Netflix. I saw someone watching it on the plane. It's really good. It looked well animated. Is it a good... It's, a, it's an incredibly good... I watched it the other day. Uh-huh. It's incredibly good. Okay. It's it's Spider Man as an Afro Latino. That's yes, that's Afro, what I'm thinking of. Afro Latino, because Spider Man is in multiple universes, right? So he's in one of the universes, and so um, yeah. So I mean, again, like we're telling stories we're, right now. We're in an, in a place where there are people of different identities in not necessarily places of power, but in places of access where they're able to create content mm. for their younger selves. 
right? So we word, have word. black and brown people creating stories about their culture and their their identity and who they are. Yeah. And so thus people are like, oh shoot, I want to watch that. Absolutely. Like, I want to watch Fresh Off the Boat. I want to watch Blackish. I want to watch Us. I want to watch Get Out. Master of None. Master of None. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch these things that are like, huh, different. And like talk and like I think we're at a place where people who and we've talked about this before, who are in very homogenous spaces and don't really go outside of like what they know mm. don't like diversify their 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 school of thought mm. whether they agree or disagree they just like don't diversify it or know people of of those like varying varying identities sure. are like this is now a threat to my who I am so when I'm when I'm talking to a straight white cis person mm. male female male or female Christian, all those different things. And I'm just like, yeah, Ariel being black is dope. It's like, mm-hmm. no, Ariel is white because that's what I saw when I was 10 years old. Like Ariel is white. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm breaking your, I'm breaking your, your concept of reality, mm-hmm. even though Ariel is not a real thing, but the reality of what it meant to you in your life, I'm, I'm diffusing that. I'm, I'm break, I'm breaking it. We're going to, uh, it's a subtle listen darling it's a subtle plot that we people of color have to subjugate you <laughs> to work for free in what we're calling the new america it's happening it's a it's a, it's a better america actually it's a staggered takeover <laughs> but this is the first phase but but that's what we're doing right and i think of like I see this in like immigrant communities when like sec first and second generation um immigrants like collide like people in my parents generation like freak out when people in my generation do everything wrong because you're a disappointment right like we're marrying outside of the race we are we are going into careers that are not what they want us to be be going into you mean engineering no um education or like art art the arts (laughs) you mean like a doctor for the arts sure Anyway, um, but you know what I mean? So like, it's one of those things where like, I see the tension of like, this is what your reality is. Your reality is Ariel is white. Ariel has red hair and she's white. First of all, say something very controversial. Go ahead. The, I shouldn't say first of all. This is like fifth of all. <laughs> the ginger should be upset. <laughs> They have a right to be upset. First of all, Everyone else no needs to one calm naturally down. has that kind of red hair. Just saying. Yeah, I've met some. It's called a dye job. No, I've met one. some. <laughs> the gingers have every right to be upset. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's this, like, notion of, like, this is what my reality is. And now you're telling that my reality is potentially flawed or incorrect or different. Does not compute. And, like, you're... It's like putting water on a cell phone; it breaks. Like it's just like it's more like a microwave, I think. Yeah, I mean, whatever it may, whatever you want to throw water at to have it break, but it's it is what it is. Uh, But it's just one of those things where it's I'm I was not surprised by the reaction of the world feeling what they were feeling, Um, and I understand their their plight and their 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 feelings of of not feeling like they're seen but it it's 
obscene like it just doesn't make any sense to me that they're so obtuse that they don't see that this has been happening to people of color like for as long as i can recall for as long as time has been a thing absolutely not there's there's it's like i just don't understand that like that concept of like trying to understand i feel like people like you and i Mm -hmm. and not all people of color but people like you and i Mm -hmm. are able to be like i don't totally understand what it means to be you but i can i can sympathize in some ways i can try to see like what walking a mile in your shoes is like Mm. it takes a level of emotional intelligence and just like and even in some humbleness to be like maybe i don't maybe everything i know isn't correct mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. let me get to know you and understand your cause so i can say that like, i understand where they're coming from but i'm also like but you can't even give me the grace to be upset at you being like this obtuse about ariel being black seriously i think it's just how some of us are wired i, I just guess, I, I think yeah. just innately some people just don't have certain genes to do or to make that kind of space yeah the there's an episode most recently or second from most recently of the dollop yeah history podcast uh with dave anthony and they go through number episode 384 with republican matt shea Mm -hmm. they talk about him just long story short he is a white republican from washington state Mm. and he is batshit conservative yeah to the point where the he's like a trump supporting zealot yeah and everybody in the republican party says okay dude you have to pump the brakes yeah he's the kind of guy who's been mean and abusive to his wife uh ex-military and really appeals to the gun and christian culture of washington which washington is not all you know seattle and starbucks there's a lot of parts of washington that look more like parts of the american heartland or the south and things like that so that does happen and so washington coupled with oregon which oregon had a history of like a very strong white legislation to keep people of color out yeah. if anyone ever looks into the history of Oregon and yeah. how that state was formed it was the most intentionally white thing you can imagine and so this guy I was just listening to this episode about a guy who's currently in office as a congressman he's like oh you know he's probably a little bit weird he wanted to split Washington and Oregon he put a, a proposal together in the house to split these two states, one being the liberal side and one being the conservative side. Mm. And the conservative side of the state would be called Liberty. Mm. The name of the state would be Freedom. Liberty. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. All right. That's one working title. And he wrote a Christian document that someone got a hold of that said, We are going to make America. The Christian country that it is supposed to be, and when I say Christian, I'm ta- when white men talk about Christianity, they're talking about, and I'm willing to debate anybody on this. Mm-hmm. Most, but not all, white men are talking about a white Christian nation. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, in the same way, the KKK are a Christian organization. Yes, they are. White men really like Jesus being white. Jesus and, ain't white, folks. And Moses and Noah. And Mary and everybody I was really. Say Christianity started in the Middle East. It started. It was started by a bunch of brown people. Um, and those are the kind of people we try to keep out today. Yeah. So what does that really say about 
our moral foundation yeah. for a, such a religion. This he wanted to. He wrote a document just on his PC or whatever, right. saying, "Here's the plan to have essentially a Christian jihad, uh, a call to war in a the crusade? United States, a crusade in the United States." Jesus and he Christ. said, "In step one, you go to all." The strapping young men of society, ages 18 to 40 or whatever, and you ask them, hey, you down with Jesus and the new Reformation? Jesus. Are you down with the new the new plan here? And if they say yes, you bring them into the fold. Oh if God. they say no, you kill them. And he went through step by step, step lines, and there's a whole document of this. He wrote this in private. It was found by someone else. They took it to the papers it got released and people said, Oh my God, you're they you're went crazy. to him they went to him and said, Did you write this? He goes, Yes, but you took it out of context. And oh, how? How? Please tell me how. It's a nuts episode. I'll send it to you if you ever get the chance. It's I will He's I, a living I will, person. I will flip a table. I was just beside myself. <laughs> But this is a white America and they've been used to having it their way for so long that now seeing the people who look like they should be working behind a service counter or delivering their clothes to them. Or Mm -hmm. it's so funny to me how I can see white people being used to people of color acting in certain capacities and industries that they don't even think about how they talk to them or like when I'm at the airport and I see white travelers talking to brown and black uh airport service mm-hmm. teams i'm always fast i'm always How watching disrespectful that they are very disrespectful yeah like so you get to travel in and out of these spaces but treat people like garbage absolutely you need to get the hell out anyway i mean i thought it just spoke so much to people feeling whatever kind of way that they were feeling about ariel being black in the same way that people felt some kind of way about hermione being black in the play um cursed child um and literally jk rowling a pretty woke white lady was Mm -hmm. like i never said she was white if you read the description of what hermione looks like yeah she's most likely a a a girl of color just saying with her like frizzy hair the way like all of those things she's like just saying that's like one of the oh my god the faces of anyone who heard that who was really clinging to her white identity yeah. hearing the author say something like that well it, wrecks you i mean they were people were like wrecked when they found out that dumbledore was gay oh i remember that and she's just like <laughs> duh she's she like, goes, I wrote it. she's like yeah the signs were there people <laughs> yeah come on be cool i was dropping hints yeah come on really but I mean, a wand <laughs> i'm done really <laughs> But like, but like there's I get like there are there are things that we cling on to because it, it gives us memories it gives us like it, it, it we associate a lot of things to characters to life experiences to you know religion to you know whatever it may be right mm-hmm. and then when it's broken because of new information or someone's revisioning of it mm-hmm. I can see why you freak out I'm glad they made the Ghostbusters ladies yeah, those are my. That was my favorite cartoon as a kid. Yeah, and then they said we're gonna make it all female. I said, get as many POC ladies on there as you can. Yeah, then did they? They only got one, right, Leslie Jones. 
Unfortunately, that yeah. was. The, I mean, she's good, but like that was the, the yeah. ratio. They stuck with the ratio, the yeah. original formula. Yeah. So you could have put a. a you could have put more. Was it Mindy? Was Mindy Kaling on there? Mm-mm. See, I was like mm-hmm. Mindy. Could no, Mindy do was this. in Ocean's Eight. That's what I'm thinking of. And unfortunately, why did they choose eight? I don't know. They did 11, 12, 13, and then for some reason they did eight. Because they can then do nine, ten. I hope those are better than eight. Because I know it was we a we disagree. We disagree movie. on. It wasn't the best. It won't win any awards. Oh, my God. I, I love seeing my girl Rihanna be she a great. smart, sure. like, nerdy she did awesome. girl. I love that my girl Mindy was, like, a hustler. I'm sure. just saying. I just... Which is also why I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because they have multiple characters of color that are not just, like, B characters, right? Like, their B characters are white. Like, they're, yeah, yeah, like yeah. their main characters are, outside the of Chief, Andy Sandberg, yeah. are are you know two latino women mm-hmm. two black men mm-hmm. and yeah and one of the black men plays is played is a gay character the chief it, right chief is gay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I so it's that. like when you think of them, like that should fail right like because no one wants to see that based on the dick van dyke litmus test yeah it's yeah. like no the should, i love lucy test. yeah like that needs to fail and like when it was gonna leave fox when fox said they weren't gonna renew it people were like Oh no 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 no! It was the people of color that were like, no, this like it we was, love Andy Samberg. Yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda is like, <laughs> this is the only show I watch. <laughs> what? Please don't do this. So and like and the guy who created the show and is writing the show is mm-hmm. the guy that helped create and write The Office mm-hmm. and The Good Place yeah. and commute and uh, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. So when you think about all those things, you're like, okay, it's a white guy who helped do those things. If, the, if we have white people helping. You know, open those lanes. That's important. It's really great. And the only other thing that I wanted to talk about for like a millisecond is to talk about the dopeness. Mm. That is the Mm-mm. U.S. women's national team. They play football, also known as soccer for mm-hmm. us Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the eight World Cups, female women's, women's World Cups that we've had. The U.S. has won four of them. That's half. That's half. They probably would have won more <clears throat> um, that That's... one year that they played Japan. Mm-hmm. But they still won four. Mm-hmm. And they literally won. And now they're going into the equal. They are making. They are now making more money than the men. As far as like revenue. Really? Revenue. Revenue. Not, oh. not salary. Not salary. Oh. Not salary. I thought about getting a women's um, jersey. Yeah, I've been wanting one too. They're, they're selling it in the Nike store. I Are was they? thinking about it. Yeah. I'm trying to um, pick which one I like the most. I don't know. If, I think I like the white one better than the red. I was talking about the player. Which one? Which I was talking about which player do I like They the only most. have the one. They only have... Number um, 15? No, not 15. Um, oh, my God. The girl who did the sipping of the tea like Aww, thing. But what about the pink hair? I think she... I think they'll eventually have all of, all of their stuff up there. Yeah. But I think it's super dope. I think... People have been commenting on some of their celebrations. So one of the, uh, and and I'm just like, what? And they used to, mind you, when when they won in 1999, one of the players they took Took their shirt shirt off. off. Uh, Do I know the name of that player? I might. It's not Mia Hamm. It was. I I know that. I if I Mia Hamm has done it too. But the iconic picture of her on the ground screaming with the shirt in I'm her hand. I'm looking to see if I still remember. I still remember her name. What was her name? Brandy Chastain. I looked it up, came right up. I was like, I, I don't want to be wrong about this. And Yeah, I saw you type it. I so. can't believe. See, but, just one act, one gesture. Yeah. Got her that kind of 
acclaim. I would and, not and, and know who she was. And deservedly so. And when she did that, it was controversial. Like, oh, so she shouldn't be doing that. But men we do, do this all thing time. all the time. We give our jerseys to the public and they're like, oh, thank you for your sweaty jersey, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Weird. And I'm going to the attract, attract their DNA and try to create another you. Um, you know they've tried. I'm sure they have. Doctor, can you get pregnant by sweat? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Gross. Nah, you know there's women out here who would love to have one of these. Oh. Robots are like, I've never seen you in my life. <laughs> well, I feel like I the the uh, women I watched that match and they look God. Yeah, I watched they look, it on... the second goal. Th- oh, they threaded the needle. Yeah. Right. Ooh. It's their skill is beyond anything and the and i hope and nike did a great commercial of just like i hope this is not something that people forget four years from now you know like this is something that oh, we absolutely will we will i promise you we will but i feel like I'll forget the, it next i week. think of i think of four, you would because you live under a rock i mean <laughs> but um there are there are like i think of the women's team from four years ago and the amazing things that they did for for marriage equality for women's rights all mm-hmm, those so like mm-hmm. i it is a group of group of women that are these those 22 women i'm gonna say it right here so dope thank you for representing this country really well thank you for saying that you are not going to the white house even before an invitation oh, was even given to you so easy it was they're like yeah i'm not going even if yeah no I'm good, thanks. Um, and they asked afterwards, like, uh, do you do you mind clarifying what you said? Yeah, I stand behind what I said. Yeah, I'm 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 not I'm not going to the White House. None of us are. I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page about yeah, that. Yeah, just just letting you know. Just I understand there's a lot of locker room talk that happens yeah, there. Yeah, but in our locker room, we we all agree. We all have vaginas, and we really don't want them grabbed. Yeah, so we're good. Just... We oh, that was a good line, sir. That was a good line. Found it. <laughs> that was so good. All right. So we talked a lot about dabbling related things. I think we need to move on and speak to the dribbling section because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the free oh agency. Oh my goodness. Is there more news? No, I'm just, it's, I'm it's trying to be a, emotionally prepare myself. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be awesome. All right, folks. We'll be right back. It is our dribbling section where we talk about all things basketball related to the NBA. We try our best to explain as much as we can about basketball. Um, so let's start off what happened a couple weeks ago. So oh a couple weeks ago, the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship against the Golden State Warriors. It's quite lovely, uh, quite exciting for the city of Toronto because it was their first win ever. It's great. Uh, their first win, their first championship win ever. They've won other games. Um, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. They had a shite season. Yeah. And so once that was done, so that happened like in June, right? Yeah. Um, and so what typically happens after the NBA season is done is then we have the NBA awards that happened. The NBA awards came out and we had a bunch of people got awards. Uh Giannis Antetokounmpo was uh, MVP. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year was Rudy Gobert, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, Most Improved was Siakam, I believe. Yeah, Pascal. Pascal Siakam Mm -hmm. from the Toronto Mm -hmm. Raptors. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And a bunch of other things happened uh, during during the NBA Awards. It was kind of anticlimactic. I have some feelings about it, but it is what it is. Like, 
I kind of wish that the NBA awards happened like right before the playoffs started because they're talking like about they used to be like they used to be because they were never a award show. It was just kind of like a yeah. It was just like this is the person that gets it. Whatever they're well, making it a little yeah. bit more showy, which is I like, but just do it before the playoffs. Make it a thing. I don't know. Just thought. No, they um, get a banquet this way. Huh? They get a banquet this way. Yeah, you can still get a banquet. Just do it before the playoffs. No, the play. No, you can't do that. Oh my god! They, all the players are playing. Have a break <laughs> to do <laughs> it. It's break. not that hard. <laughs> you send you send the league office an email. The the title like, of it is a, "Take a break." Take a freaking break! <laughs> Come on, Adam. Break. Adam, you're one of my favorite commissioners. Take, take a, a break. break. <laughs> anyway. So that's happened. Uh, so once that happens, it is then, well, throughout the playoffs, we hear about rumors of possible trades for free agency. What, or, is, what is free agency? Free agency is when players' contracts end mm-hmm. because they signed a two-year, a one-year, a three-year, how many years contract, mm-hmm. and then that's the end of that contract year. And, and they become free. Able to go to, they're able to solicit um Contracts from other teams, right? Or stay with their current team if those feelings are mutually agreed upon. Yep, feelings are mutual, I should say. Yeah. So yeah, players have the opportunity to look at other places to play. Yeah, they become free agents. Mm-hmm. Hence the free agency period. Mm-hmm. There is a timeline for when that starts, and that's usually July first mm-hmm. is like the day that it starts. So before July first, it's all of these rumors like who's like where are people going to? We know people's contracts are up, like Kyrie's is up. So a lot of K name. Players, you know, contracts were up. So some of the K names are Kevin Durant. I closed that window. Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Is that it? Kristaps was also one. But yeah, but he, he's but, white. Yeah. And he was going to resign anyway. Yeah, we knew that. But anyway, so those are like some of the big ones where people were like, ooh, where are they going? Mm-hmm. Where, where mm-hmm. are they staying? Are they staying? Like the same, very similar to when LeBron made his decision to go to Miami and then back to Cleveland and then to LA. Um, those are all free agency things that he was doing. His contract was up and where do we go? People have a lot of feelings about, you, typically a lot of people have feelings about it because there's like players should be loyal to the team and players are, as we've gotten to know the players more over the years, Teams don't care about the players; they care about the team, yeah. and they care about the money that they make. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that is like a thing. Um, so, do you want to talk about some of the the big things that happen? Yeah, I would love to. I'm probably too excited about this. Yeah, so you, let you, me just. You literally texted me like, "I cannot wait for the cast tonight." I'm, I'm like, "I know." I'm struggling to contain the amount of emotions you are, because it's, you are, as far as I can remember, this is the most any most activity we've ever had in an off season in terms of players moving to other teams mm. and the reasoning for why certain players go to other teams yep. i think is more open than it's ever been so before i go into this i just want to revisit how we started this section of the cast with saying the raptors beat the golden state warriors they didn't just beat the golden state warriors they effectively ended a dynasty correct and the way that dynasty ended with its marquee star player injured. injured really sent reverberations through the whole league yeah because kevin durant was arguably the number one player in the league during the playoffs he got hurt with a quote-unquote calf injury and the team rushed him out there in that game we both knew that it wasn't a calf everyone injury. knew anyone who's ever played 
any sport saw that and was like mm? even if it was a e- calf injury the calf is so connected to the achilles those two you sit things, out the rest of the playoffs you, you don't you mm, don't you do not go outside the fact that you risked his health mm. out there and he's a player the caliber of kevin durant the rest of the league i think i saw more guys move based on medical staff mm-hmm. and um where can they get long-term deals yep. with guaranteed money? Because nothing's guaranteed in your health. In the, especially when a league office is not, or a team office is not taking care of their star players. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do for me as a role player? Mm. Oh, man. So the, the amount of moving that happened. Mm. Say the movements. Okay. Let me start with the Lakers. All right. Anthony Davis officially became a Laker. Say, we, we joke about how they're the lackers, but it doesn't look like they're lacking. No Vegas, more. Vegas, days ago, five days ago, mm-hmm. had the Lakers as the number one favorite to win just because they had Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Yep. They hadn't even built out a roster yet. Nope. Because they were waiting on a third piece that they weren't sure about. And we'll get to that in a second. Yep. You are, if you're listening to this part of the cast, you probably already know. But if you are listening for the first, here's an important thing. I, someone was saying this the other day. And so. If you're listening to this part of the cast and you're not a basketball fan, let's say, and we're mentioning names that you're not familiar, let me just summarize it by saying this. Someone said the number one thing that the NBA did, besides being progressive and open to like race topics and gender conversations and sexual orientation and promoting LGBTQ um, issues, being woke, being internationally Mm -hmm. focused, you know, thinking very broadly about inclusion and diversity besides doing all these things talking about gun control and things like putting really your name out there yeah the nba packages and sells stories Mm -hmm. really well and the commissioner who did that wasn't even adam silver that was at david stern yep who said the league has operated well in the 80s from the standpoint of the lakers Mm mm-hmm Lake show. And the, yeah, yeah, and the Boston Celtics and this these kind of team mm-hmm. mentalities. But when he had Bird and Magic, you yeah. started to see like, oh, I got people here that people gravitate to just as individuals. And then Michael Jordan came in. He started to have game. the Charles Barkleys and yeah. the Gary Payton. All these people who came along with their own personalities and, and rapport. And David Stern started selling stories. Like the NBA stories of certain players. And so that's what the NBA does really well. So all the things we're going to talk about here are story oriented. Yeah. Anthony Davis. That's a lovely way of saying that, of so, what this whole off, like this whole free agency season was So like. when we go through these, let's try to encapsulate the... The, the story behind the it all. Little, the little... So I could just summarize the Anthony Davis one by saying, Anthony Davis is a freak of nature, power Big forward man. from New Orleans who was upset and tired of playing for a losing team in new orleans and he asked his team for a trade publicly earlier this season mm-hmm. and, and we talked about it try to go the lakers yeah. and it didn't happen and finally the lakers were able to send everything and more mm-hmm. to new orleans yep. to get him in there he's finally a laker yep that's that's, a, that's the gist of the story it's a story of a man scorned <laughs> just trying to get free and now wow. he's there yeah and in i will say this too and I don't know how I feel about this. LeBron, to make him feel more at home, Anthony Davis and LeBron both wear the number 23. Mm-hmm. So if they were going to be on the same team, one of them could not wear 23. It is a very personal thing for players to have their number. Mm-hmm. Many players take that very seriously. Yep. 
and it means so much to them and if you decide to change your number you then have to i uh, this is what i was told you have to as the player buy up the cost of all the jerseys that were printed with your last wow. number on it wow and then they'll make your new wow like so lebron did a solid lebron said buddy you can, you take, can you have, have 23. 23 i'm gonna wear number six the, what he wore when he was at uh miami heat and because he also wore it in the olympics yes which raises my question of why couldn't anthony davis just wear number 14 like he did in the u.s olympics Maybe it was just a. Maybe that was part of the trade deal. We don't know. Anthony Davis never requested for LeBron to give him his number, so I'm not going to say that Anthony Davis. Never say never. It could have been a personal saying, conversation. Well, you, so. oh, it could be a personal conversation. I, I really feel like <laughs> it could be one of those conversations with with their hands over their mouths and just like, yeah, oh, I really want 23. Um, they did a lot of that during summer league. Summer league, yeah, yeah. I saw that a bunch. Um, speaking of someone who changed their number. Mm. Kevin Durant decided to leave Golden State after that calf <coughs> injury mm-hmm. and said, I don't trust y'all. And he got his Achilles worked on by Do the Nets. Do we know Nets. for sure that's why he... Um, no, no. There's other reports of why he left Golden State. Well, I mean, the big one being uh, Draymond. I thought you were going to say Draymond. Everybody wants to blame Draymond. There was a... Okay, finish what you're saying, and then I'm, I'll tell you what Kevin I Kevin Durant thinking. changed his number to number seven. He decided to join the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving, something we knew was going to happen. Kevin they talked Durant about it during the All-Star game. During we saw the All-Star them, game. We saw them talking about it. Everyone knew Kyrie Irving, my favorite player to watch, mm-hmm. point guard for the Boston Celtics, was not happy in Boston. Kevin Durant, a lot of things happening in Golden State this year, not publicly, but acknowledged by some of the veteran players that Mm -hmm. things were happening in the locker room that people didn't know about and the coaches were trying to keep under control. Kevin Durant, he left. And he went to... And Draymond was one of those things. Draymond was one of the things, but reports are saying from some reporters that throughout the time in Golden State, it was always Kevin Durant and the Warriors. Or the Warriors and Kevin Durant, I should say. And so KD never really felt like he got that kind of, first of all, love and affection that Steph Curry gets from the city and the team and the franchise. You ain't Steph. You're you're not Steph. You're not getting that. And he's like, but I put up a lot of points, but I'm the guy. Know your role, dude. We don't like really. We love Steph. He was here from the beginning and we built this. We We built this city. We built this and you came here to join to get your chip. We won without you. So then, and that's exactly what Draymond said. You're yeah. right. And so when KD won his first championship with them, the reports are from people who know KD, he was not happy. He wasn't happy like he thought he would be. Because, mm. you know, the whole thing was he was in Oklahoma City for seven years. And like, KD, you're not great till you have a championship. Right. And so KD's like, let me go get a championship. He went to a 73-9 and nine win team, which is the Best record any team has ever had Still in the NBA. Still couldn't win a championship, just saying. Didn't win the championship. And so they said, hey, KD, we need you to help us. Because we lost in game seven, the do or die match of the finals by four measly points. Doesn't matter. Still didn't win it. I'm My like, Bulls you, still have the best record. Everyone and their mother agrees Golden State did not need Kevin Durant. But they got Kevin Durant. And then it was just, he wiped the floor with everybody. Yeah. And so then... When he won the two championships, reports are coming out now 
One, Kevin Durant was never satisfied after those two championships. That hole in his heart mm. didn't get filled by that, yeah. and which is what I said. I said, I hope you win all these championships and you still feel empty. And, and we've talked did. about that. Like when you're chasing something that is that just only materialistic and mm-hmm. there's nothing beyond that. Because it didn't come with acceptance. It didn't come with love. KD has been criticized and irritated because people talk about him in the media as being some kind of... Um, pariah or something he didn't get along with steve kerr he did not again, like steve kerr again steve kerr is like another beloved right person like hmm? kd in the locker room reports say always kind of kept over to himself i could see and that the team would engage in some ways but he was never really in the fray was he was he on his phone in one of his uh finsta finsta would posts? not be in kevin finsta, finsta kevin profiles? spent so much time reading reports about himself from 15 year old people and posted on instagram i'm like why are you looking at what people are writing about you so he well that lo- just shows a very in my opinion a very insecure person absolutely and so and this, we all have our stuff so like yeah. i'm not going to be one to be like and you know yeah but it's it, yes i just think it's unfortunate in his role being the monolithic player that he is where people consider you maybe the second the, the one or two best players in the world yeah and you need that much attend it just seems to me like you haven't like you're good enough buddy it's the interpersonal stuff that he needs to work on it's clearly that he's he's struggling with something yeah there's something going on there and so he said i'm done with being this guy who's misunderstood and misconstrued and thought of as like just riding the coattails yeah of this team and i'm gonna go do my own and i understand him being frustrated by that like there's there's nothing like it's not it's not uh, surprising to me. No, but it's also it's it's like for those of us who saw him make the decision in the first place, it's like you know what you're doing, right? Do you realize what you're doing? Yeah. It just that you could that you called it that we were able to forecast this when it happened. Yeah. And say essentially you realize this won't bring you happiness, right? And you realize anything you do of success in this role is going to be an asterisk of you it's really not about it's not you it's the warriors yeah and so he finally left that show and went to brooklyn with Kyrie, where they have never had any real success except making the playoffs Mm -hmm. a couple times that that, i mean they did they did well this year they did so they set the groundwork for like we're a good organization you guys should come join us right and kd switched his number yep to number seven Mm -hmm. why do you think he switched it to seven i read what he posted i don't know why he excuse me i don't know i'm so tired um i don't know why he's made that number seven is a very like whole number it's a prime uh, number. It's a prime number, but it's also like when you think of like, you know, the world was made in seven days. The mm-hmm. like seven is a very like lucky, auspicious kind of number. That's true, so maybe yeah. that's why he chose it. Is what I'm thinking. I don't know. Hoodie Mellow. Oh yeah. He's not tied with Mellow though. Yeah. I would say. I just want to say Mellow is still a free agent. So I. Just... You know who else is a free agent? Colin Kaepernick. Oh. Do you think that's why he did it? Oh. Do you think? He's worn a Colin Kaepernick jersey before. That's freaking cool, though. It would be pretty dope. If, if this is a turn that he's taking, that'd be pretty dope. That would be kind of cool. I hope it's that. You know what? I hope it's I not. Hope that, what? I hope it's not the Kobe 
reason that why he switched to 24? Because he's he's three times better than what he was before. Well, no, that math is bullshit. Right. That is not why no, Kobe he, switched No, because he was one better than Michael. Right. So well, he's seven because he's one better than LeBron? I'm just hoping it's not that petty. Wow, we are so deep right now. I hope it's like some <laughs> Illuminati shit. Oh my god, I, it's so funny. I hope it's not petty. I really hope it's not either. I hope it's the Colin Kaepernick reason. And I believe it's the Colin Kaepernick reason because it, you he... You know what? It could probably be both. It could. And I'd, so I'm not going to put it past him if it's both. Okay, cool. But I think they're friends though. I don't think Col- I don't think Katie would have to do something like that to... I don't make think a so point. either. But. I think he'll do it through his actions. But Kevin Durant, anyway, because of that injury, isn't even going to play next year. So it's going to be Kyrie and the Nets. And Kyrie's just going to light up points just for fun this year. And next year, he'll go for it. Yeah. I mean, he did his surgery in New York, I believe. Like his Achilles surgery. Or, uh-huh. he, or he did it. Yeah, he did it in New mm-hmm. York because they were in. Yeah, whatever it was. He did the surgery in New York, and he's recovering in New York. The so. Nets the Nets doctor is the one who did the surgery on him, and that was part of the deal is, hey, now I have you guys to help nurse and care me for me back yeah. to it. Like, yeah. you have a vested interest in this, which is great. We, well, Kyrie left Boston to go to the Nets because he didn't like being in Boston anymore. Mm-hmm. So, Kemba Walker. And you always talked about how he wanted to always go back home and new york is home for him true dad so he's true always dad. talked about that he just signed today we mm-hmm. saw him wearing the new jersey nets cap yep. of old it was and a tight sign jay-z yeah. was there yeah yo i don't know he was with rock nation yeah i had i like actually i, I had known that mm-hmm. and then i forgot kd is also with rock nation i know that's a whole i mean it's, it's a familiar situation and it's you know the nets partly is owned by yeah, Hi, I forget how much he owns now, but it's less than it used to be. But either way, Jay Z is mean, a he's vested. Still a, he's a vested, like They're, he has vested interest. In I am a Nets fan. I've been a I Nets fan say, from the beginning. I was gonna say, I'm thinking about some I'm, Nets gear. So the minute I moved to New York, yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to go to a Knicks game because it's even no, when they're trash. trash it is so expensive to even get a nosebleed seat. Do you do you know how trash Madison Square Garden is? You've it's, seen that? I've trash. gone to concerts. You've it's garbage. Gone? No, you yes, know. I know. It's garbage. What do you think of these people out here saying the you know Knicks com- lost out on huge free agents, but these guys could never, if they won a championship in the garden, it would be the biggest thing ever. I'm really thinking, you guys don't realize how we don't care about the garden anymore. Yeah, the garden is like... I'll never take away the iconicness of the garden. Like the garden is what iconic. Is, say as, why? Why? As like why? a as a figure, as like a as like the Queen of England as a figure. Yeah, like it's just kind of like oh, the garden. But right? she doesn't do anything. Right. That's literally what I'm thinking of it. Because like no. the actual infrastructure, they like did some updates to like the entryway. So you're like, oh, so nice. Then you enter in and you're like, oh, these seats are still trash. Still bad. <laughs> like, still bad. Like every seat is garbage. Like, what is this? But whereas like the Brooklyn Nets, like they have a new facility. Barclays is a much Ooh. like new. It's so pretty. Literally, you could be in the nosebleeds and you still feel like you're on court, like watching the game. It's, it's a really beautiful nice. facility. So nice. Um, I've been to more Nets games. Yeah, I have. I've been to zero Knicks games. Right. I've been to many. I've been to in the double digits of Bulls games. So like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make my way to that. I'm gonna. Yeah, I definitely want to see a, a, a Nets game, several Nets games this Brooklyn season. Brooklyn is bigger than Manhattan yep. in terms of the fan base, mm-hmm. and 
Brooklyn, if you just took the borough. Sorry, Beyonce goes to Brooklyn next game. Exactly. So I'm going to go. Beyonce Bro- told me I should go. I should it's go. the new look. Mm-hmm. And it's also. So Brooklyn is the biggest borough in terms of population. Yes. And I was about to say, I'm like. I don't know, maybe no, size? Queens is bigger. Makes sense. Queens is bigger. Okay. Brooklyn has more people than any other borough. Sure. If you took just that population and compared it to the rest of the country, it's the third largest market behind LA and Chicago. Yep. You have a bigger fan base. You have people who are black, brown, white, mm-hmm. green, every mermaid color under the sun. Wait, mermaids are real? Yeah, but they're green oh. and black. So, but they're not white. No. Okay, got oh, it. Yeah, Go. No. So <laughs> they have all these different uh, populations that are mom and pop to hipster. To yeah. It's a prime market for that. And also, the new, and this was, the Nets took over New York City mm-hmm. from this failing debunked moribund disgraceful franchise of the knicks yeah doing everything wrong with their money and their their words and they put it somewhere that is more about the people right plus it's a new york look black and white the colors are black and white it's so dope you never seen new yorkers no one wears more black than new yorkers yeah my wardrobe like the fact that i'm wearing a bright pink shirt is weird like i'm normally like black like black navy and gray kd and Kyrie in those black uniforms it's gonna look fire oh man it's the new look it's gonna look awesome and the knicks should be embarrassed no figure it out i mean james dolan they it's been reported that the knicks cancel their meeting with kd no with Kawhi. they did because they're just like they're just like yeah no we're just gonna we're gonna try other things it's like they should it's like i'm glad you did because one look at the energy that you are bringing mm-hmm. to this franchise he's gonna be like nah i'm good but what's better is they can do the right things in the next two years to put themselves in position just like the nets did just like the clippers did you know what i to... am not holding my breath because i do not believe hey, that they will you're right but you know with the young people like rj barrett and the young core that they have yeah. plus a few like veterans here there taj gibson uh julius randall mm-hmm. you put in some pieces put them on two-year contracts do the right things with Coach Fisdale, who's a really good coach. Yeah. In just two years' time, you can go from a 17-win team to a 45-win team. Yeah. And show that you can do something. Yep. And that way you get some prime free agents. Yep. In two years from now. Yeah. But that's what the Nets did, and that's what the Clippers did. But the Knicks kept shooting for the, we're gonna clear salary cap. We're gonna we're gonna in, in essence for those who don't know we're gonna clear our salary cap mm-hmm. and we're gonna bring in guys who want to play here because we're in the shitty rat's <laughs> nest garden. And also, we have it's a, so hard to like get to the garden and right. the fact like it's so congested in that area. I just <laughs> like, say, like the fact uh, that people really think people want to play in New York and that terrible facility is for me but like beyond even the facility, the organization is. Like, the front yeah. office is garbage. It's a mess. They've done better with some of the new people they have. I'm not. I'm talking about up. Dolan. I'm yes, talking Dolan. about Dolan, Dolan is a problem. Dolan specifically is too involved. He is a problem. He is the... Jerry Jones is a problem for the Cowboys, but at least Jerry Jones has a little bit more knowledge and a willingness to put his money out there, like, to, to fund a high-cost product. Still, still a motherfucking racist. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Dolan is, too. But Dolan's a cheapskate, too. So that's and, a problem. And Dolan is a, is a, is a child. Oh, he's petulant. He's and, a yeah. petulant child. He's, he's 
he, it's documented. Yes, we have video. Documented. We have video proving that he is a child and a dick. He... If I ever see that man, I will walk. I like. I would cross the street because if I walk past mm-hmm. him, I may smack him upside the head. I was so worried that Kyrie would sign with the Nets because the word on the street was Kyrie had shifted his Knicks, focus from the no from the Kyrie had shifted his focus from the Knicks to the Nets, and I was worried that Kyrie would sign with the Nets and KD would choose to sign with the Knicks. Mm. And the reasons for KD choosing the Knicks, I couldn't think of one. So I thought if KD leaves Golden State, great. I can, you know, rest easy with that dynasty being done. But when KD goes to the Knicks with no other superstar and a max contract, I will struggle to exonerate him and take him out of my doghouse Mm -hmm. if he goes to a team for one, the money, and an owner who's... An asshole. And but we all know Kyrie is such a high level thinker. There it he is. Would never do it. And that was he's, why he shifted. Like even before the free agency stuff began, he was um he was in a he like he went to like Bali or like he went somewhere with mm-hmm. his girl and like mm-hmm. was very like zen and like yeah. and I'm just like oh no he's he's like zoning in he's ready to like make some smart yep. decisions for his life that he wants to build. I want to go back home to New York, yep. but I don't want to play for a guy that I morally wouldn't feel okay with. Mm-hmm. So if he's kicking people like greats, like Nick greats, like Charles Oakley, yeah. out of your own building, yeah, bro, no, I'm not thanks. playing for I'm you. Good. And so you go to the Nets, you wear that black like all and, New Yorkers and do. You, and you just rock that. It's gonna be it's gonna be sexy. Oh, I can't wait for that. And they brought in, they took less money. Kyrie mm-hmm. and and KD said, mm-hmm. "I'll take a little bit less on my max contract mm-hmm. for you to bring in our friend DeAndre Jordan, former New York Nick, yep. who really didn't like playing for the Knicks." Yep. And that's, can you imagine like a Knicks versus Nets game? Ugh. It's gonna be a, a messed up. It's gonna be I'm, real messed up. I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm. I need a minute. Whew. <laughs> so, so end this. <laughs> Kyrie leaves. Yes. Boston. Didn't like it there. Kemba Walker wasn't going to get paid a max contract in Charlotte nope. by Michael Jordan, the owner of the Hornets. Rightly so. Yeah. Rightly no, so. It makes sense. Because you pay Kemba and you can't afford to buy anybody else. Yeah. You still have a, a trash a team. team. It's not yeah. good. So, so sad. So Michael had, so yeah, Michael had to say, I can't pay you and I understand if you have to leave. And so Kemba, for the first time in his career, Going. gets to go to a winning team. Yep, Boston. Boston Celtics. So that'll be good. And Kemba and Kyrie are the same player, point wise. Assist wise, rebounds wise. We just don't like talk about Kemba because he was with such a crap team. So yeah, and I think he'll do better personality wise with them. Yeah, and then Terry Rozier from Boston is going to Charlotte, right? Yeah, they just switched places. Yeah, yeah, they did. So it's a good move for both of them. What sucks for Boston? You just lost Al Horford. You just lost your power forward who does. What a guy. What a guy. When everything else on your team is a variable, Al Horford is the constant. He's a Scottie Pippen. He's a Scott. You can count on him for. He'll give you the points you need. He'll get you the rebounds that will see you through. And my understanding of him as a as a teammate, yes, is very like level like role he model has role model level headed. He yeah. like he's able to like bring them together. He's a rock. Yeah, yeah, and people look to him for leadership, and he makes those timely passes. Mm-hmm. A big man who can pass and who's agile and good on defense. They just lost that. And where did he go to? The Philadelphia Sixers, who just got way better, way better with yep. him. They lost J.J. Redick, their sharpshooter, 
who yep. is leaving to go to New Orleans for reasons that I don't really understand. Yep. I really don't understand that. But Al Horford being next to Joel Embiid. It's going to be good. And both of them can shoot. Yep. It's going to be good. And they're both defensive. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. That's, it's going to we'll, be good. We'll talk That's about the Sixers spicy. in a little bit. But um, also, Boston lost Marcus Morris. Oh, I didn't know that. Who was also a shooter. Oh, shoot. And a big. And he's going to San Francisco. No, he's I mean, going uh, to San Antonio. San Antonio. I don't know why I said San Francisco. That was weird. Um, That's weird. San Antonio. Yeah, he's left. He, and then, he done gone. And they, they didn't they also lose JJ? Uh, the No, the Sixers, the Sixers did. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I but, thought we were talking about the Sixers too. No, no, no. no. But Marcus left um, Boston. Mm. And then we got Malcolm Brogdon of the Milwaukee Bucks. Going to Indiana Pacers. That's gonna. That's really gonna hurt the depth of the Bucks, and mm-hmm. then also, uh, Miritich of going the to, Bucks. Yeah, going to Europe. I he's heard. playing for Spain next year. Interesting. Interesting. In a move that no one saw coming. Yeah, when you said that to me, I was like, "Wait, was I sleeping? I did not know that that was a thing." He. Pl- I looked at his stats. I said, "You played seven seasons with three different teams, and you were good for all of them." Yeah. He, I think he just wants to be happier. Maybe else. be and the maybe, man. Yeah. Go maybe get closer to home. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's all those things. Hey, he's making a living playing but the sport. But the, the Bucks are doing something fun. Oh yeah, what are they doing? They're d- two brothers. Two sets of brothers are going to be playing together. Tell me all about it. So the Lopez brothers, Brooke yeah. Lopez and um, Robin, Robin Lopez, yes, are going, to, Robin. are going to now be playing together for the Milwaukee Bucks. That is cute. That's very um, cute. And Giannis's brother. Let me just make sure it's not for summer league that he's been playing. But like Giannis's brother was also signed. League with, MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, Antetokounmpo. And his uh, his brother, I believe it's his older brother. Yeah, his older brother playing for the Bucks. Yeah, to fact check this. Hold on, I need to figure this out. This will be way fun. And but we'll talk about. Okay. Well, the so the the, 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 the Bucks. I will say on the Golden State tip. Okay, I was right. The Bucks signed Giannis's Anatokounmpo's brother Thanasis to a two-year deal. Great. So we'll, have, we'll have two sets of brothers playing. It's his older brother. Will they do the whole um, first initial dot last name? Because I don't know if Giannis's jersey can fit another letter on the back. <laughs> I don't think it'll also fit for. For they might have to the put Nasus it at either. the top and then it might just be like enter. T and then just, <laughs> yeah, just it's T and then just like a they T even, dot <laughs> enter or they <laughs> just name. do like T A and G A. They they won't let that happen. Probably, That's, but it'll be kind of fun. But two sets of brothers playing is going to be it's going to be kind of fun. I think it's the first time in the league that two sets of brothers are playing in the same team. Yeah. I can't think of another time where that's happened. Yeah. I mean, I think of the Currys playing. Like, that was a big deal that they were playing against each other during the the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. But not uh, on the same team, I can think of the Morris Twins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the only two, but I know yeah. there's been others. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's great. Good job, Milwaukee, doing another thing in history. Speaking of uh, the Currys, though, Seth Curry. Yes. The brother of Steph you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. He played for Portland in those finals. He did really good. Good enough that the Mavericks said, we want you to play for us. And so he's he, like, cool. He left Portland to get himself a bigger deal in Dallas. Good Go ahead, him. Seth. I'm, I'm very happy for him and his family. That's he's awesome. He's worked very hard. And he was in the development league for quite a while. He got called up. Yeah. And he's been making the most of his time. So I'm glad he's doing solid work and we're looking at 
uh, Golden State. Oh, Golden, Golden State made some moves. I want to say this though. This kind of mm. I had some feelings about some of these moves that they made. So Kyrie, as we said, went to Brooklyn. Yes, that makes it so that their current point guard, D'Angelo Russell, who was an All Star this past year for the first time, did great, doing good work. He doesn't have a job. He don't want to be there if Kyrie's there. It's just not a good fit. Sure, no, nothing against Kyrie. It's just we have similar games, and it's not. I don't want to play somewhere where I get playing time. Golden State is nursing an injury for Clay Thompson. They're starting all-star shooting guard. Yes. For the better part of the year. So they need a shooting guard to fill in. They asked D'Angelo Russell, hey, you want to slide over to Golden State? In doing so. Ugh, this was not a, yeah. They decided. I know. To trade. Yep. Their former finals MVP for their first championship, Andre Iguodala. The man who said, my job is to secure Seth Curry's, I mean, <laughs> Steph Curry's, Steph Curry's legacy. He said, the I only was, reason I play basketball is for Steph Curry. Yeah. And my job is to secure his legacy. And they traded him to Memphis. <sighs> Nowhere yep. Memphis. They traded him to the barren wasteland of Memphis. Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. And, and what adds insult to injury is that this does not look like it was... Um, objective or yep. or just uh, just a business decision only days prior mm-hmm. andre iguodala went on the breakfast club yeah with charlemagne and company yeah and you know when charlemagne's around it's always going to be some kind of some kind of nonsense andre iguodala is not a free agent he's under contract with the golden state warriors no, and until when, he thought he was secure i don't know what he thought but they asked him about kevin durant's injury with that Calf Achilles situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Andre said, "Hey, I know what KD went through because it's hard when you're injured. Like I was during one of the finals runs, and players ask me, 'You gonna come back? Mm-hmm. How you feeling, man? Are you coming back?' And all this, and the doctors are telling me I have a bruised shin, but I know I have a fracture. Mm-hmm. And I said I can't play. Mm-hmm. And they're telling everyone it's a bruise, right?" He said this on radio, and I don't know if he thought no and one video, was. Because video, yeah, because yeah, like Breakfast Club is also videotaped. I don't know what he, he thought was going to happen, but it caught the ears of the front office mm-hmm. of Golden State Warriors. Oh, they were not happy with what he said, and because he, he essentially put them on blast. He, the whole medical staff, yeah, and the decision making of Bob Myers and the organization. He it's got their traded. Fucking fault. The Golden State Warriors have been the pinnacle, paramount perfect franchise in basketball for quite some years and so now everything is starting to disintegrate based on KD coming up limp that one game and now players are looking at Golden State different and I, I come back to that that thing with um, Kawhi when Kawhi was injured oh yeah 100% and everyone was like yo like Tony Parker had the same injury and he was back like why aren't you back uh-uh. and Kawhi's like no, no, this is my livelihood. So this body right here. Right. So I'm going to listen to it. Kawhi was, it's not ready. I take back every bad thing I said about Kawhi. 
I'm glad you did. I'm glad yeah. you finally listened to me. <laughs> I just he was. I'm listening to Kawhi. He showed me wrong. No, I mean, and but, I'm glad he did because I feel like there were so many people that were like, he, you know, he's he doesn't get it. Like he's being like a brat about it. Mm-hmm. I can see how that comes off that way. But then when you see a, a person like KD, who's like, who is a champion and will play. Mm-hmm. And especially, he's like, I don't feel right, but I really want to play. Okay, but the medical staff is telling me I can't play. Okay, I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And boom, done. I don't know how it went down. I mean, a lot of people are speculating, but either way, Andre is going to Golden St- or going to Memphis, and they're getting. Um, and they're, I think they're waving him, aren't they? Probably because he don't want to play for anybody. Yeah. So the the Golden State Warriors said they're going to retire Andre Iguodala's number. That's nice. And Kevin Durant's number. Yeah, I think they're I think, you know, fine, do it. I think do I think if you had asked me 2 weeks ago, do you think Golden State will retire Kevin Durant's number and Andre's number? Uh, I think the answer would have been yes. Yeah. Just as sure as I am they'll retire Clay and Steph and Draymond. Right. But the timing of it messy doesn't look great doesn't it it, doesn't look great it looks like golden state is apologizing for something yeah you got you got some things to apologize for i think the i think the move for andre was petty like what they did because Mm -hmm. they were pissed and i get that we Mm -hmm. all make decisions that we probably don't whatever um but yes i think that is a sense of apology and also like he was one of your finals mvp that's like saying you know not i mean it's not the same as like a tim duncan or like a michael jordan like of course their numbers are going to be retired in there because mm-hmm. of like the longevity of wh- how long they played in in those places uh-huh. and the, what they did for the the team so yeah like essentially with kd leaving clay got resigned to a max deal yeah he did and now with andre gone essentially we're back to just and draymond's still there He's mm-hmm. not a free agent, so he's still there right. as of now. Right. So it's back to the original, well, the original three, the three without Andre, essentially. Yeah. Who can they win without a KD? No. No, they can't. Not the same way. No. Not it's, a, it's a different league. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how they go. And we'll talk about our, our picks for mm-hmm. next year in a second. Mike Connolly left Memphis to go to Utah. Yep. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, mm-hmm. say that three times fast, no, went from Indiana to Utah. Yes. Utah got really, really good in this free agency. Yep. Dangerous they're gonna, good. They're going to they're gonna look good. Hassan Whiteside, he's been in Miami for too long. Where they sent him to Portland. You're going to get better production out of him in Portland. Which helps bring Jimmy Butler to um, Miami. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler, they Philadelphia had to make a decision. And they decided Jimmy Butler, for all he's worth on the court, is also kind of a pain in the ass in the yep. locker room. Yep. And he'd be better off trying to be the man on his own team. Miami said Pat Riley called him up, the general manager for Miami, and said, "I would pay, honestly, I would pay, I would play for Pat Riley." They, Pat <laughs> Riley wanted Jimmy for a long time. Yeah, he's been lying him since his Bulls days. Oh, he's so. been hard nosed. Yeah, he's a scrapper, and that's yeah. what Pat Riley does, right? All his teams have been scrappers. So Jimmy Butler is the epitome of that. And should well, I'll pause on that. Jimmy Butler to Miami. Yep. But Jimmy Butler may not be alone in Miami. All these duos. We got you know LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. You got Kyrie and KD. K- yeah. 
Um, all these duos, Jimmy probably needs a sidekick too. Mm-hmm. You know who else was looking for a sidekick? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he was. I don't. And do you? I don't. Can know. I tell you? Please tell me. I was minding my goddamn business. Oh God. At two a.m. And I get a text message from Kawhi Leonard. I wish. Can you imagine if Kawhi Leonard texted me? Anyway, it was 2 a.m. I was out and about with a friend from college who was in town. And then I got another a text message of another friend who was downtown. Like, hey, come down. I'm like, cool, I'll come down. And then as I'm on my way to, you know, for the festivities at 2 a.m., I get a text message uh, from, from a man friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, my God. He told me where he was. And then he goes... Also, Kawhi to the Clippers. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? This man friend of mine mm-hmm. has, uh, since like end of February, March, I have it written down, stated, KD's going to the Nets and Kawhi's going to the Clippers. Okay. And I looked at him and I was like, okay, you're only saying that because you're a Clippers fan and you're only saying that you're also a Nets fan. So like, I'm just like, you're just saying that because you're just, he's like, no, 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 here's a reason. Katie is not happy in Golden State. Like, it's clear. This is, like, when the Draymond stuff came For out. For sure. And so, like, well, we this is, like, he's going to leave. And he needs to be in a place. And this is also after, was this, this is, like, right before or right after. His his argument just made even more sense after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. When we saw that conversation between Katie and, and, Kyrie. and Kyrie. For sure. In the hallway. And he's like, well, the thing is... Katie going to the Knicks seems like, oh, that, like, oh, the garden. Ah. But the Knicks is a garbage franchise For because sure. as much as it's the garden and it's the Knicks, right. it is the, who wants the drama of Dolan? No. Way. Nobody wants that negative energy. Right. So he still wants a big market team. Right. Without the drama and the sure. negative energy. The Nets seemed like the perfect, especially with how the Nets were playing during the season. Sure. That's a good move. But they had to clear cap space. They had to clear cap space. And he's like, I think they will. So I was like, okay, you're Ooh. all right, Nostradamus. All right, I see you. Reading those tea leaves. And then he's like, Kawhi, Toronto, he's going to do what he's got to do, do what he can for the season. And he won a championship and, for them. And he literally won a whole championship By for them. This is before they won the whole championship. He's like, you people would think, oh, he's going to the, the Lakers. Like, that's yeah. that's where, cause that's where Kawhi's going to go because it's home. But like, California's home. He's going to the Lakers. He's going to the Lakers. And his response about Kawhi was similar to KD in that Kawhi at 2 a.m. is going to the Clippers because it's a big market team in a big, it's in a big market. Yeah. But it doesn't have not necessarily drama like Dolan, but it's like the bigness of like a LeBron James is always going to shadow him. And he's done that. Sure. In, yeah, in, in in San Antonio, he's good. He doesn't we need all, that. Everybody was speculating that. That's, yeah. So and it's like and there's nothing. So it's like you get what you want to still and still be the star. Everybody was saying Clippers for him for a long time. Yeah. For a while, but what we weren't hearing is the Lakers. Only in the last few days did we hear a shift in the conversation because Kawhi said. Free agency is going to start. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to scramble. Within the first five hours, mm. big market guys had already signed. KD, Kyrie. Yeah. Everybody was dropping. Literally, people were just waiting for him. Wait, waiting like, for Kyrie franchise, for days. 
for Kawhi. For Kawhi, yeah, yeah, sorry. People were, and like, there was literally, before that 2 a.m. thing that happened, the summer league, the first summer league came with Zion um, playing, went on, the earthquake happened, it was like a thing, Mm -hmm. Google it, it was interesting. Um, And it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, like, the summer league games are done because the earthquake happened, you know, shout out to everyone in California, we hope you're safe. Mm -hmm. Um... So we're like, okay, I guess, and literally someone put out a meme of just like literally all the franchises that are waiting for Kawhi's decision to make next moves. Absolutely. That's all what people were doing. Like, what's the next move that we're going to make? Right. And at 2 a.m., at 2 a.m., the disrespect. You know how many of us were maybe a little intoxicated by that time? Yeah, no. (laughs) Listen, wait, but I saw it. I saw and we're alluding to it. And most of the basketball fans, you all know what we're talking about, obviously. But for those who don't know, let me just set this up for you. The I saw the report at two a or whenever it, 2 and, and really right, it really late really late and 2 I thought Eastern Standard Time yeah I knew it was so late and I was tired and I probably wasn't reading th- I wasn't going to read stuff that wasn't factual yeah so headlines said where he went and, and Woj wa- and Woj didn't break it and he didn't break it Woj who is a huge Adrian Wojnarowski is who we like. It's a Woj bomb. Unless it's, it's unless Woj said it. I'm not listening to anybody. So I, it was a some site that I had never heard of before, and I said, "Oh, they put together some like mock dream of a right. deal yeah. that would put Kawhi in this position." And I'm not going to read that. So I waited, and I kept waiting, and then our friend Winston mm-hmm. told me, and I said, "That's not real, though." And he said. Dude, it is for the three days leading Wait, up. You to, did not. You know, I posted about it. I in know. Our, you, well, in he, our, he in, said you guys already posted about it. And I you're go. Like, no, that's I was right. like, I was like, Brian's on top of it. Winston, I love you. So, so I was. So in the days leading up to it, here's what was interesting. Kawhi said. Toronto, yes, you've been really good to me. I yeah. might come back. Let me hear your your offer. Yeah. Clippers. He's meeting, he's meeting with a lot of people. Well, he met with the Clippers and the Lakers too. the The word by reporters was, "Lakers are in the lead." Yep. LeBron, AD, Kawhi. Everybody met with them. Super team. They take over the whole league. Those three guys together, done. you're done. Everybody's done. Call Hampton it a season. Boy? Hampton who? You're absolutely. Yeah. You have For the those championship. Who don't know, Hampton Five is the group of guys who went to the Hamptons to get KD to sign with Golden State. Good rundown. The Toronto, Jalen Rose, mm-hmm. reporter, reported 99% sure he's going back to Toronto. And Jalen Rose is a, a smart dude. Uh-huh. He's, he, his, I love his analytical work in and the NBA. And you asked anybody who has the best chance is that the Clippers have a 1% to 2% chance. Yeah. Clippers don't really have... because. But you know what? Kawhi has always been like... <laughs> Like out of nowhere, he's Here's like, what, "Where did he that came come from?" Out of nowhere, it's nowhere. the biggest. It's the biggest boss move I've ever seen by lie. a free agent. Yeah, he goes so boss. He said, "We all knew this. Kawhi wasn't going to go somewhere without help." Yes, and he looked at the Lakers and said, "You guys have the most stacked team." Right. He looked at Toronto and he said, "We need more you help. need more help right. for me to be here." He said to the Clippers. As much as you guys are well run, I cannot do this by myself. And also, in those days where he had that timeline, mm-hmm. the thing that someone else said this, like, Kawhi is a pretty private person. He's also watching to see, after these meetings happen, what's leaking from where. Mm. 
So in the days, when's he going to make a decision? Yeah. What are he, people hearing about the LA's meet, the right. LA Clippers LA meet, and the Laker meetings? Yeah. What are you hearing about Toronto meetings? Mm-hmm. He's paying attention, him and his camp, to what is leaking out of places. Right. And more leaks came out of the Lakers. Yeah, of course. Because it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. Okay. You heard nothing from the Clippers. No, yeah, because they had a 1% to 2% chance. They're- they had a, very little from Toronto except Drake offered for him to be on his album. Or some crap. What? Drake offered him some kind of like perks. What? And I was like, What to do, you know, baby? You know where else? What to do, baby? What to do, baby? You know what? You know what? You know. You know where else you can get perks in the industry? Los Angeles. Oh my and he's closer to home. So anyway, uh, all this was not supposed to happen, and so that report that came out about where he was going. So Kawhi, our like within. The hour we found out who was going to be helping him out with the with the Clippers, it was. We talked about this whole free agency class. Right. We talked about all these guys who yes. were able to pair with him. He couldn't get KD anymore because nope. KD left. He couldn't get Kemba. He can't get Kyrie. Clay. Nobody. He can't get Kyrie. Yeah. He's not going to get any of them. So he's going to have to make a choice. And Kyrie and Kawhi said, "Or I can make a third choice." Mm. Or Ray. Kawhi sent some text messages mm-hmm. earlier in the week. Yep. Planted some seeds. Yep. Dude was making his own farm. Yep. And he grew a Paul George plant. Yep. Out of nowhere, the shadows mm-hmm. emerges Paul George, small forward for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who no one was talking about. No. No one even was said your agent? name. No. He's, he was signed with them. He was he, under contract. Yeah. No, so it was a just, trade. He just signed last year in Oklahoma City yeah. for a five-year deal. Yeah. They with switched. a lot of money. He wasn't supposed to go anywhere. And out of nowhere. I just want, I wish people could see the visual of what I'm seeing in your face right now. It's and adorable. I could just take them. <laughs> But can they hold them? <laughs> that's that's really the point of having yeah. a superstar. And Oklahoma City did all that work to have. Bef- Let me frame it for people. If you're still with us at this point, the story. Up until Paul George, right. All Star, Olympic, point, a uh, small forward, yeah, a mega star, really good. He had a choice to leave Indiana. But Indiana knew he wasn't going to stay there mm-hmm. for one more year. So Indiana traded him to get something back from another team for him. Right. So they said, if we lose Paul George, like any free agent in right. free agency, you get nothing in return. Right. Because they just made the choice on their own. But if you trade them, you get something. Paul George, you're not going to stay with us. You told us that. We're going to trade you. So on a one-year deal, with one year left on his contract, Oklahoma City took him on at a risk, knowing We'll you play you for be, this year. Yeah, you, you may not you sign may not, with us. Yeah, you, you, so you may be gone, but we're going to try you for one year. Paul George plays one year in Oklahoma City. And because it's Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. everyone assumed he would leave. Yeah, and he said, no, I'm here for I'm going to stay in this small market team. Yeah. And I'm going to do this to try and win a championship. The city of Oklahoma loved yeah, Paul George. Yeah, they loved him with like, such open arms. He didn't have to do that, but he made a, a decision with his heart. Yeah. And and that's where he wanted to be. So based on that, other teams had the cojones, mm-hmm. the gall to do a one year free agency or a one year trade. That's why Kawhi Leonard ended up in Toronto. Yep. People thought if we can convince Kawhi to stay in Toronto, it'll be like a Paul George move. Yep. 
But that didn't happen for Toronto. No, he left. And not only that, he took Paul George <laughs> out of Oklahoma City. And so it, it reverted back the good work that Paul George did with this small market team of like, yeah, I'll stay with you. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed for the first year of his five-year contract. Yeah. And then he left with Kawhi. Yeah. And But I will say to... The credit of Oklahoma City management, Sam Presti and company. They were. It was a, a. It was a gracious exit. It was a heist from the Golden State from the Clippers. Yeah. They took four unprotected draft picks, mm-hmm. two other picks mm-hmm. protected, two of their good players, Gallinari and Harkless. Yeah. They shook the Clippers for all they were worth. Yep. To. Give away Paul George. And Paul George is now... But if you're the Clippers... You have a Doc Rivers as a coach. You have a Kawhi... Which... Say it again. Doc Rivers is your coach. Hall of Fame. 20 seasons in the NBA. And one of... He's up there in like my top five coaches in this in this league. 100%. Not maybe of all time, but definitely in this league. I'd say top three. Yeah, I, it's, it's Kerr... Um, Pop. Pop and him, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, Of just... And there are others that are fantastic. So, like, again, this is definitely awesome. Great coach. You have Kawhi Leonard. Yep. You have now PG. Yeah. And you have a a young but ex- now fairly more experienced team. Yeah. Behind that? With playoff experience that gave the Golden State Warriors problems. Yeah. When they had KD. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not- talk. Let's talk, talk about that. They gave, they pushed them to six games. Yeah. With no superstar. Yep. And they had a full Be- Golden were State like, staff. People were like, who, what the, the Clippers made it to the playoffs? I couldn't How? name one player on the Clippers for who? you. Who? Who's oh, there? I could name two. <laughs> um, Patrick Beverly's coming back. Their point guard. Mo Williams. Mo Williams. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, that's not his name. Lou Williams? Lou Williams, thank you. Lou Williams won six man of the year award. Deservedly he, so. He comes off the bench and scores you twenty points. I just want to say he needs. We, can we name rename that award be, oh, after him? They will because it needs to be. He had so he's had so many of it like so it, many it's, times. It's yeah, he's like unnecessary. You need to name it after him. The, the man is change the statue figure to him. Yeah, like he's a dead ass. He and man. they ask him like you went to the bench and you rocked it and since then no one's been able to pull you off this bench like yeah. you insist on being. He goes that's my role like I am good at. I don't when need you to know start. your role and you accept your role. Be a star in your role. You are going. Like grow where you're planted. Boom. This, it's not that hard, folks. So it's just you need to be gracious enough to accept it. In your starting lineup, yeah. you now have three of maybe the most defensively minded men yeah. in the league. And Patrick Beverly at the point guard, Kawhi Leonard at your shooting guard, and Paul George at your small forward. That's a problem for any team to face. Good that's, luck, y'all. That's going to be scary. And Good luck, y'all. Doc Rip, and both of those guys can score you 30 points a game. Yeah. And then you bring Lou Williams off the bench. It's going to be dumb. Out of no, you see why I didn't believe yeah, no, I the initial what, report. When it first came, I was just like, well, she didn't report it, so I don't believe it. Just like you. You're like, yeah. But then I, then all of the sources that I follow that I know are legit, Yeah. I was like, oh, no, this is real. This is unnecessary. holy God! How did they get? And then when when Paul George happened, I was like, "That's there's no way this is not real." And it was. It speaks to something that is only out of movies. Like it's just you wouldn't. Kawhi was a character. 
the whole way through, if this whole NBA season was a movie, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard plays not the lead role. Yeah. He's a he's a side act character. Yeah. He's not big yeah. in terms of his he's very he's a quiet. B character. Yeah. Very signed to New Balance sneakers. He rocks with New Balance. Mm-hmm. Nike, heard of him? Adidas, heard of him? Yeah. New Balance doesn't make basketball sneakers. This guy's Apparently like they do now. I'll play in those. Sure. He's just off of what you would expect. And he just make and I think that's what makes him so interesting. Absolutely. He is a quiet leader. Yep. Whether but, you think he's a leader or not, mm-hmm. He's a quiet... He's getting there. He's getting there. Right. But I'm saying, like, for him to make... Send some text messages... That's where it is. That's... And make... For me, it's... His his leadership is about his respect. I think he's very well respected. Oh, for sure. In the league. In the same way... I think... I think LeBron does very similar things that Kawhi has done to getting, like, AD to the Lakers and things like that. Right? Yeah, the recruiting. The recruiting. The, like, hey... That is that is a that is a form of leadership for sure. But she didn't know until now that Kawhi could do that, right? Because he he is one of those stealthy little ghosts who like you're. It's the quiet ones it's, you gotta worry it's, about. It's like it's the it's the movie where you watch uh, something like Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, you go through this whole thing and you get to the end, and it's, and Sherlock explains everything. And he explains like, oh, you didn't see the details. Yeah, Kawhi took a vacation after the finals. Free agency what was do, happening. Baby? What did you do, baby? He was gone. He was off the grid. That, that was a meme for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he came back amidst free agency and said, our timeline was this. And we're going to stick to that timeline. Yeah. He was on his own time. And during that time. And everybody's still like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? doing? What are you doing? And, we, like, and we, we want to know. The word on the street was he is indecisive he's not sure yet it's really a big decision he's taking his time with it this no. is for his whole family that he's seen us it yeah. should be a big decision well right rightly so but i really thought in my mind mm-hmm. because you had reporters who have never been duped yeah chris broussard jalen rose yeah wojanowski all these people saying here are the chances here are the odds and everyone put the clippers out of it and no one talked about paul george yeah and all the while we thought why i would imagine we think of paul george he has four more years left at okc yeah. why would we think any differently i thought Kawhi was just sitting around contemplating in a rocking chair smoking a pipe just going like what should i do with the future right. like a hemingway kind of situation yeah. but no he was on his cell phone texting hey paul why don't you walk into your front office this week and tell management that you are not happy there and you want to leave? Yeah. And he already tapped KD. He already like yeah. texted a couple of people. But he he went around like to Did some what guys. He had to do. But he knew through word of mouth in passing f- from whoever, a Paul George was not getting along with Russell Westbrook. But then, but Paul George refuted that. Okay. I, fine, and I think you should, and maybe that's true. But I also think there's something to saying. You don't just text a guy like Paul George out of nowhere, no, without I, some kind of reason behind that text. I, I I don't disagree with you on that. I wouldn't text I, Damian Lillard and be like, "Hey, Dame, why don't you leave Portland?" Yeah, unless I had a reason to text Dame Lillard. Right. Um, if you're happy in Portland, I would have no reason to text you because yeah. I already know that. So he texted Paul George and he said, why don't you walk in and ask for a trade? This happened earlier in the week. Yeah. And so the, the fact that this happened, what, July 6th, like Saturday night, uh-huh. Friday night, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whichever. So probably around the fourth, it around was the third or fourth. Well, around the third of the fourth is yeah. when he, when Paul George made that request mm-hmm. and the, the Oklahoma city thunder were thinking about 
and ask Toronto, can we trade Paul George? And for the people listening out there, I think we all recognize how big the Golden State Warriors dynasty was Mm -hmm. for these years. But it was really boring. And and it made it so hard on the morale of the league because players knew they didn't have a shot at the title every single year. And the chance of Kawhi going to the Lakers would have just put everyone back in that dark ages. This this whole situation, Mm -hmm. just to like bring it forward a little... Mm -hmm really just balanced everything in my opinion and the responsibility for that fell on two people three people sam presti Mm -hmm. the president of basketball operations for oklahoma city thunder Mm -hmm. masai ujiri of toronto and jerry west the greatest president of basketball operations ever at the at the los angeles clippers they said at any cost we are responsible for the balance of power in the NBA for the and, next four years. And w- people will be pissed. They will be so pissed if we allow the Lakers to make another dynasty. And so, Jerry West, Toronto, Masai Ujiri, he said, I'm willing to bring Russell Westbrook's fat-ass contract mm-hmm. and Paul George to Toronto. Yeah. Masai Ujiri, who pulled off all these moves, yeah. was, I will trade whatever I have to trade to get Paul George and Russell Westbrook in here with Kawhi in Toronto. Yeah. Um, Jerry West gave up all those picks, gave yeah. up players. He said, I will do whatever I have to do to keep it's the Lakers. It's a gamble that he did all those things, but he, it was a smart gamble when you see what you have. Well, it's an, it's a smart... Yeah, exactly. It's, when like, you, it's one of those like... I'm going to make an educated, mm-hmm. like I have all the pieces that I can that I can think of. As long as everybody's healthy, like yep. that's the biggest thing. Yep, we should be we should be good. If I have no draft picks for the next four years, but I have Kawhi and Paul George for the next four years, we're fine. We'll take draft picks yeah. wherever and if we get them. Yeah, we're fine. We can get free agents because we have a coach. We have the whole team. We have all the pieces, like you said. Yeah. So, I want to thank. Yeah, no, Jerry West, Masai Ujiri, and Sam Presti for making the league as balanced as I have ever seen it. This season is going to be a really fun season to oh, watch. Let's talk about it mm-hmm. because I think we're we're just so shocked at yeah. the possibilities. So, what, what do you think the next year is going to look well, like? Well, first of all, I think we should say this: we mentioned Russell Westbrook leaving, uh, or possibly leaving. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is on the trade block. Leaving Oklahoma City, both of us talked off mic. Yeah. We can barely imagine it. Yeah. I've always thought about Russell Westbrook as a Thunder. Yeah, but it's time for him to do it. And let, they, I, I, let it. Let it go and let it be. Thunder got to rebuild. And the Lakers have put together other free agents now that Kawhi said no. Right. We got the Danny La- Green. Danny Green, DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo, Jared Dudley. I think they're all one-year contracts. I know. Or I think, I think Rondo is two. Rondo is two. Yeah. Cousins is definitely one. Yes. I think somewhere in that ballpark or yeah. one or two. So, all right. So next year. Okay. Knowing everything we know. Knowing everything that I know, it's hard to see who's going to be, like, who's all going to make the top eight. Um, Let's try. Okay. <laughs> in both conferences, playoff picture next year. Oh, my God. It's going to be so hard. Vegas has Clippers to win it. Mm. Lakers behind that. I could, I could go with that. Lakers, Clippers... You're doing that in which I'm going Clippers Lakers. Sorry, Clippers, Clippers one. Lakers. Okay, Lakers two. Uh huh. Can type, we can we pull I'm type up, this out? Can we pull? Yeah, type it out. But I need to also pull up the teams because I'm like do that, do that, do that. Um, Western Conference NBA teams. Sorry. The, no, you're uh, fine. Um, okay, so the Rockets are still the same. 
All right, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, the Rockets. So I think it's going to be Clips, Lakers. Uh, Clips, Lakers. I have a feeling the Spurs are going to be number eight. Okay. I feel like the Warriors will be... Disrespect. Huh? Disrespect. No, I, I think, honestly, I'm leaning on the fact that it's the Spurs, it's, it's, it's the Spurs and it's Pop's team. We should never I'm bet never against going, them. I'm yeah. never going to bet against... Like, they might not be in the top five, but I can definitely see them... I was going to put them at seven. Okay. Well... I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm just... Mad. I'm giving you a hard time. Um, clip... I, so, so you, you and I are in the same with Clips and Lakes. La- Clips and Lake, Lakers. Um, and then I would say... Uh oh god I don't know Golden State and then the Rockets the Clippers Lakers Golden State Rockets Golden State Rockets interesting oh I forgot the Nuggets oh they did really Shoot. well this year yeah maybe Nuggets is number three okay we'll do Nuggets number three and then everyone else what I said uh, Warriors State. Warriors Rockets so that's five. Mm-hmm. The Jazz are looking good. Very good. So I, they definitely will be in better the than the Rockets or at six. You want? I think I'll put them at six. All right, Jazz at six. And then um, I don't know. Dallas did pretty good. Yeah, with and also with uh, what's his face coming back. The Kings mm. have Luke Walton. They do, but that doesn't but they mean also, anything. They, lost they don't. Ha- they don't have anything else though. So maybe Mavericks at no. Maybe Spurs at seven, and then Mavericks at at eight. Mavericks. Okay. That's 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 my. That's eight. All right, you got them. What about the East? Jesus Christ! Are you? Do you agree <laughs> with any of mine? I haven't done mine. I think you're. I I think I'm probably going to choose. Oh yeah, I disagree with. What? Which one? You're missing someone in here. Who? The Blazers. You're definitely missing the Blazers. Shit. I would remove the. I would remove the. Mm, I would do Blazers and then um, the Spurs and remove. Okay. The Mavericks. Seven seed for the Blazers. Um. I won't so, be shocked if the Mavericks do make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked know. either. I just don't think they would be. Some people are saying the Warriors are not going to make the playoffs. <gasps> Interesting. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So to the East. Ooh, this will be hard. For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want the Nets to be number one just because KD's there and Kyrie's well, there. Playing. But Kyrie's there. Oh, that's right. KD's not playing next year. Yeah. They ain't going to happen. No. So, like, the Nets will be at five, probably. Okay. We'll put them down at five. It's a good number. Um, I think the Bucks are still good. You want my number one? Toronto's not going to be number one. No, Toronto's not going to be number one. Bucks, I think, will be good. Maybe Bucks, Celtics, 76ers. Okay. Bucks, Celtics. Okay. Bucks, Celtics, 76ers. Maybe Nets and then the Heat. Okay. That's Heat. And. God, everybody else is such garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Me, okay, Here so your the, Bulls. What about your Bulls? I think the Bulls have a have a fighting chance this year. Yeah. 
that they could maybe make it to eight. Okay. <laughs> well, in Toronto, don't this seven just seven Kawhi... eight. Toronto seven Bulls eight. All right. Well, you still are missing six. I'll put Toronto as seven then. I mean six, and then right. seven. Uh... I'm still putting your Bulls at eight. <laughs> no, I'm, Bulls are still at eight. Hundred percent Bulls are still at eight. Because just because of the the young players that mm-hmm. they have that are good mm-hmm. and um, the the people that they've signed with the draft and stuff, I think they 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 have a fighting chance. Um, you know, Detroit Pistons signed uh, D Rose. Rose. I know. I was looking. Pacers that's... Pacers brought in Bogdanovich. He's really good on both ends of the court. Yeah. Uh, but there's Charlotte's I... got Terry, Scary Terry. Mm. They've made the playoffs the past couple of years. I don't know. You pick. I mean, well, no, this is not my list. John Wall and Bradley are still over in Washington, hating each other. Oh, sad. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I just to keep it with the Midwest, and because my sister lives in uh, Detroit now, I'll go with the Pistons. Pistons at seven. Seven. Okay, that's a good list. Is it? I feel like my Eastern Conference list is garbage. Okay, I I think the teams that you've put in here, I I'm probably gonna copy most of them. I'm just gonna change the order. Uh I'm gonna put. You put Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Warriors, Rockets, Jazz, Blazers, Spurs. Yeah. I'm going to do Clippers. Uh-huh. Nuggets. Ooh, spicy. Mm. <laughs> Nuggets are spicy as milk, but the decision to put the I, Lakers at... <laughs> but the decision to put Lakers at three is my spicy move. Um, okay. But we're going to put... We're going to put... Man, I Chris Paul does not like James Harden, no, and the the rumor that they were gonna put Jimmy Butler on the Rockets. First of all, I thought that was actually funny I, because it was like, so you're just gonna you just want everything to explode. Daryl That's Moore, literally what you want to do. Daryl Moore, the president of basketball operations for the Rockets, has Are been involved in the rumors of putting Jimmy Butler on a team. And then they didn't get that happen. They're I just like, want to say, maybe Russell we could, Westbrook? We could be better um, front office I folks. <laughs> like, I don't care what his analytics say. Are you kidding? Like, you already have two guys who are ball dominant. Mm-hmm. And you think, Let, you know what we need? Another ball dominant player. Who with a temper and an attitude and a propensity for alienating his teammates by calling them soft. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to put the Blazers ahead of his Rockets at four. Okay. I'm going to put the Jazz at five because, man, respect. I'm going to put... <sighs> Spurs didn't really do anything. But I'm going to do... No, I got to be realistic here. I'm going to do uh, Rockets at six. I'm going to do Spurs at 7. I'm going to do Mavs at 8. Okay. So, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Blazers, Jazz, Rockets, Spurs, Mavericks. Into it. And no Golden State Warriors. Wow. That is the spiciest thing that has happened. Steph Curry, I believe in you, brother, but I'm sorry. Yikes. Uh, Prove me wrong. Um, Definitely coming out of the East, 76ers. Okay, I can I can go with that because they they max signed deal they signed a max deal with Ben Simmons so 
That you think that's my reasoning? No, I'm just. I was just thinking like <laughs> he's, he's there. Oh god! He, I'm like he's still there. He's not leaving. That might not be a good thing. No, I don't think it's a good thing. But they, at least they know what they. That's the devil, you know, right? There's Ben Simmons has everything going for him except a jump shot. And again, he may work on that this summer. I'm not holding my breath on that. Yeah, I really hope he does better. Is he still dating um, Kendall? Uh, probably. Jenner? I haven't heard otherwise. But 76ers, Bucks, and then we're going to go mm, Celtics, Heat, Nets. Oh, man, the disrespect toward the Raptors. I really have a I, hard time. I told time. you, I'm, I ain't shit. Kawhi's a big deal, though. I mean, losing him is huge. So I'll put Raptors, same place you put them. Yep. I'm going to put the Pistons. Do I want to put the Pistons? No, I'm going to put Pacers. Pacers, Pistons. And, oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. Wait a second. <sighs> Charlotte and the Wizards are... I'm going to take... Oh, Blake Griffin did good, though, this year. Yeah, because he's still with the Pistons. There's got to be... No? I'm not going to put the Wizards in here. I want to, but they're just not that good. So, all right. those That's our list. All right. We got them. So, we'll keep that. We'll keep it for posterity, and then yeah. we'll see. Like, in the middle of the season, I feel like we need to update that list, because... Update it. No, let's keep it as... A, no, we can well, still keep it. If I'm a, just saying we should still update if it. If a trade happens or something... Yeah, something substantive. exciting. Yeah, yeah. So who do you think... Who you got in the finals? Who's my number one on each? You put Clippers, Bucks. Clippers going to the finals. Okay. And I'm going to say... I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna do Clippers, Nets. Just K, to, KD is not playing, and you're fine with that. Freaking <laughs> it! I keep on forgetting <laughs> he's not playing. Not playing. <laughs> he's I keep not, on thinking that he's playing. No, okay. dude. Thank you for thank you for that reminder. Got if that you. is the case, I got you. I wouldn't sell you up a creek. Seventy sixers. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, I think Clippers 76ers uh, I think that makes the most sense because yeah it makes the most sense to I me I can't believe how balanced this is it's so balanced that it's hard for us to choose we haven't seen this in five years six no more than that because mm, think think of think maybe. of when the Heat was winning championships well but then LeBron left and went to Cleveland what was in between the Golden State and the Heat? There was something Spurs? in between. Or Ma- no, the Mavs. Sp- Mavs, Mavericks. Was it? Because the Mavericks beat, beat the Heat the one year. I thought they beat them the first year. The first then year, Then the Spurs yeah. beat them. Yep. And then, okay. Well, we haven't seen this in a long time. And it's exciting. I'm so excited right now. The Clippers are favored to win the championship? Who would have thunk? You know what? I would be so happy for Doc. I really would. He got, you know who else got traded? Doc Rivers back in the day. I didn't even know you could do that. They traded their coach. Yeah. They traded Doc Rivers to the LA Clippers for players and picks. Yep. I was like, 
You could trade a coach. Apparently. I thought you could only just fire or hire them. Yeah, no, apparently you could trade them too. So, yeah, Doc, hey, your trade might work out now. Hey, ain't that a thing. And shout out to him too because Doc Rivers was, at the start of last season, or even before that, he was the... President of of Basketball Operations for the Clips. And and the coach. He did dual responsibilities. And this year he stepped down from presidency and left it to, I don't know, Jerry West... Yeah, people who kind of know their shit. Jerry West, he's okay. Yeah, I guess he's like the you know he's the, the icon of of the NBA. The logo, the logo. Yeah, so, so you know, just that him. guy. But For those you, of you who don't know, the logo of the white white figure that's playing mm-hmm. the basketball next to the NBA logo is uh, Jerry West's figure. Good for him. That's freaking amazing. I'm excited. I think this is going to be fun. We'll see what the what else falls. I don't think anything else will fall, but we'll see. All right. Good it's deal. Thing. We just wrapped up free agency in uh, probably two hours. Yeah. That was no. That was so, that was a full hour and fifteen minutes of us talking about free agency, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with I it. I was so excited. It's it's been great, my friend. Oh, thank you. But let us talk about some dope people. Let's do it. Let's, let's finish that off. All right. Hey folks, it is time to talk about our dope person of our two weeks i guess because it's we're doing this every other week during the off season this is where we pick a person or a group of people or something of that nature that's doing something dope and we want you to know about it mm-hmm. so my person this week is uh cory coco goff who is a 15 year old black woman who uh entered and uh, beat Serena, now Serena, Venus Williams um, in Wimbledon in the first round of the Wimbledon like tournament. Um, she unfortunately did lose today um, in round 16, I believe. Um, but it was super amazing to see such a young, in her first Wimbledon match, be so excited to play someone that she grew up watching is the mm. reason why she you know, is playing tennis. And it was said that when she was born, Venus had already won two of two Grand Slams. So like Venus and Serena has been a part of her whole existence. Mm-hmm. Two powerful black women in tennis were part of her life, her whole life. And she aspired to be like them. So when she beat one of her idols, it was like a dream come true for her to be, you know, to be in that in her presence. And when she was congratulated by Venus, uh, she was like, uh, thank you so much. You're my idol. I've looked up to you my whole life. Um, and it's just super great to kind of see s- such a young woman be so successful. But also on top of that, at the age of 15, be as poised as she was is pretty cool. Because at the age of 15, I was an idiot. Yeah, no, no, no. We established. I think you were probably smart then. And you're <laughs> definitely smart now. I didn't know you then. <laughs> no, I was not that smart. You could have been an idiot. I don't know. But you, you turned out really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's just 15 and good with a racket. And she has many years ahead of her. Yeah, Hopefully. even though she lost today, she's still she's still going to do really well. Absolutely. Throughout, so that's going to be super dope. Looking forward to that. So that's my dope person. Who's yours? That's cool. Well, my dope person is Terrence Nance. Terrence Nance? Terrence Nance is a director of Space Jam 2. Fuck you. (laughs) You asshole. How dare you come into my home and speak these 
terrible. Okay, this podcast is it's absolutely the truth. over. It's the truth. Oh, He's no. the director. I'm just stating facts. Okay, go ahead. I'm just stating the facts. Bryce sitting over in her corner, <laughs> her corner of feelings. My dope person for the week is Terrence Nance, director for the new upcoming 2021 Space Jam 2. The reboot. It stars. The original was just fine. We're going to do it better. Some things are better twice. Um, Terrence Nance, American filmmaker, writer, director, actor, musician. Even. I didn't even know that. From Dallas, Texas originally. He's best known for directing his debut as an oversimplification of her beauty and as the creator of HBO's sketch show, Random Acts of Flyness, which I hear is very good. It is good. And uh, overall, we're looking at a... Oh, sorry, Brian. Nance's most recent films, Swimming in Your Own Skin, again, and The Univ... I didn't look this up ahead of time. <laughs> Univitellin? Univitellin? Or Univit... Excellent. Should I? Do you need help? It's the hardest word I've ever had to pronounce. Wait, where is it? Hold on. It's right there. Univitalian? Univitalian. Do you know what that means? Nope. Okay, we're going to stick with it. Um, premiered at the 2016 Sundance Film Festival. And yeah, overall, just a really big deal. He also did uh, a performance piece, 18 Black Boys, ages 18, 1 to 18. That's cool. Um, so... The cast and crew of Space Jam 2 includes... Why do you gotta hurt my feelings? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. No. I thought Draymond was in it. Damian Lillard. Oh yeah, Damian is in it. And uh, Diana Taurasi. Bringing in the ladies. That's true, that's true. So yeah, just uh, giving a shout out to Terrence. And I know that he's going to do an excellent job with this film as he does with all of his projects. Watch his stuff, check him out, and look forward to Space Jam 2 coming to a theater near you. How you doing, Bri? I hate everything. All right. Well, you're going to love this movie. It's going to be amazing. Can you buy my ticket? I don't want to give any money yeah, to Yeah, I'll this. buy your ticket. I'll buy your ticket. I'll put tape over your eyelids just to make them stay open the entire time. Because you're about to see greatness. King James, as good as he is as a basketball player, pales in comparison to his thespian skills. Wow. But that hairline, though? <clears throat> Let's see if the hairline makes a debut. Film and makeup. <laughs> Can do a lot of things. You saw Trainwreck. Did I? You, you yes, I did. Train... Yeah. Did I see it with you? I think I saw it with you. I remember. Does, I don't remember. Either. I saw it twice. Once was with a date. I was not that person. So it might have been the second. It could have been two different dates. I saw. Uh, I feel like I saw it with you though. No, I saw Deadpool with you. And it was two different dates then. Yeah, it definitely. Was not me. It's Twas weird because it's weird because you have to. Well, I, in the situation, I played myself because uh-huh. I had already told one that I hadn't seen it, and I watched it with the other one, and so then the other one wanted to watch it too, and I had to pretend like I hadn't seen it. Oh, so I had to like, laugh is, at all the same your, parts. This is your city. This is your city boy, like your summer summer boy. Yeah, summer city, boy. Summer, this is, wait, was it? Was called? Oh crap. Was it called City Boy Summer? Whatever. Your whole your whole summer? My whole summer. Your, no, was it was your whole year. It was like a year of you. Like, it wasn't a year. It. it was definitely it was definitely less than six months. What was it? Are you sure? You'd have to remind me. Gotta, it's all six gotta, months in my roll, mind. We gotta roll that but, tape back. But we gotta roll that tape back. I, That's I, not what I recall. 
I, I had to sit there no, watching. No, it was six months. It was six months. You're I, right. D- there were moments where LeBron James I knew was going to make me laugh, and mm-hmm. I had to time my my factitious laugh just so that it hit at the right point mm. to come across as genuine. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I did all right. So you're saying you're Great a good movie. liar? Yeah, that's the last time I can remember actually lying about something. Yeah, you're not much of a liar. It's not, it's not what you do. I can't remember the last time I told a lie. Yeah. Wrigley, what are you doing, buddy? Knowingly. I've been wrong about a lot of stuff, but I don't know if I've ever... I don't know if I consciously told a lie except for watching Trainwreck twice. Good track record. Good track record. Well, that was a cast. All right, good. Go, go us. Uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms and listen to us on our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you stuck around to listen to this entire podcast, I feel like you need to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> because we had all of the feelings today. At the Specifically, very least. Specifically, you had more feelings than I did. I thought I had a lot of NBA feelings. NBA free agency makes me feel a certain type of way. It does. It does, sir. Well, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Until then, make sure you follow us. And we... Wait, do you have any closing words? As we always do. Do I? I say oh. any last words. Um, <laughs> Come on, dude. No, I just want people it's to watch only been Space. Two weeks. <laughs> I just want people. I want people to watch Space Jam too. And uh, just reiterating, shout out to the women's uh, soccer team. And let's pay them what we pay the men. Because they do better work. Let's pay just, more than the men. Just say. I don't know. All right, folks. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. See ya. Yeah.